This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy, man. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume! Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm, except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Boy, love, it appears we got a penis in the mail. <laughs> I glued my fucking eyes shut! <laughs> I just want to see all uh-huh. these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. <laughs> oh, sorry, I knocked you over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. What's going on, everybody? Today is Tuesday, December 11th, 2018, and this is episode number 450 of the Panels on Pages podcast. I am your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me tonight, we've got Mr. Jason Nyes. That's how you feed two birds with one scone. <laughs> Jose Guzman. We talk about John Cena's new hair yet? Oh, oh we have. How have we not? Wait, the long hair? No, what the fuck's he got right now? What is going on with that thing? I feel like we talked about it weeks ago. Where have you been? Where haven't I been? (laughs) (laughs) Christ. And uh, Kelly Harris is here. I've been bamboozled. Uh Uh-oh. You you have definitely been bamboozled. Fucking live bamboozled your ass yesterday. Yeah, I did. One of them. Oh, man. Fucking let's get into it, man. Uh, so wait, how did Jose we've been getting into it? Jose, what are you talking about with John Cena's hair? Just that fucking weird, like, like it's too long. No, I thought he's got like, like a dad haircut or something. Yeah, well, I mean, he always kind of did have a dad haircut. I'm about no, to say not yeah. like that. Yeah. Like it's like like not quaffed. It's weird. I, I'm gonna have to try to find the fucking picture. Well, I've got like him know. at the Bumblebee premiere. Looking pretty uh, slick. Cena's dumb hair. Bumblebee's <laughs> getting good reviews, guys. Bumblebee is getting resoundingly positive reviews. It's kind of crazy. Better reviews than it's Aquaman. It's funny because they're yeah no he's got his hair looks like fucking when it's okay. I'm gonna give you this picture now. Imagine hold on. How do I do this? What's going on? <laughs> Fucking internet. Okay, so that John Cena, like his hair is like done. Okay, so that John Cena is fine. I'm talking about this John Cena. So like he doesn't have it all slicked down. It's just kind of long and shaggy. Hey, he's a fucking like weird fucking, dude, man. Uh, with this hair, tell me this motherfucker. He, he, like he looks like goddamn Bradshaw. Oh God, sweet Link. <laughs> yeah. <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> God damn how, it. How the fuck do you do the internet, people? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's it's it's a longer version of you know, he always kinda had so that weird. high top, but yeah, that's yeah, what he's he, kind of had so in weird. the it's... the past year he's kinda had that hairdo in the ring in the ring a little yeah. bit. Yeah. When I first saw that picture at a glance, I was like, Oh shit, Bradshaw's back. And I wonder if he's fucking touching people in the shower. It, you know, 
<laughs> oh my god Jesus you know how i always say that i look more... that was him right yeah, yeah he was yeah. the one soaping up miz yeah okay uh, all right so i'm not off base no here. you're not off base it just took us by surprise <laughs> <laughs> what yeah, i no, no saying it's inaccurate yeah i'll fucking throw some deep cuts let's see right. this thing that's right uh shit i completely forgot what i was gonna say <laughs> god damn yeah oh uh i always say that when my hair is longer i look balder because like the longer hairs make it make make it you're correct you can you can see that i have less hair follicles when i have longer hair and that's the same thing with john cena too he's got a bald spot with that hairdo yeah but you know what are you gonna do Fucking apparently wear your hair like that to the rings. He's going to be fucking lo- uh, younger, man. John Cena can do whatever he wants, man, at this point. Hey, man, do you, dog. Do you. I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, fucking looks like Bradshaw. Weird. Uh, my, my shit is definitely going to go gray. You got oh, a thick I'm head of hair, bald. Lee. Why do you think I'm bald now, man? Like, I'm just like, fuck it. No, bald. Shave it. Because otherwise, I look like I'm trying to hold on. No, I'm I'm never gonna be bald, but this shit's definitely gonna go gray someday. Man, I'm all about like a gray beard. Bring it on. The wide wise words of Chris Ward, who said, "Never not have hair." Never not have hair. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Yeah, like so far the the the, the gray has uh, is contained to my chest area a little bit. Uh, head still looking nice. It's 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 but yes, it's gonna go. It's a matter. It's only a matter of time. For sure, but yeah, man. So fucking, let's see what's going on. Getting now to be that, that time. Now these, old ass, now these old ass men are talking about their hair. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, uh, dude, I did not leave the house all weekend, and it was fucking amazing. Nice. It was awesome. We fucking actually. Uh, Grocery shop last week, so we had food to make through the weekend. It'd been a while since we did that, so oh, it was delightful. Had no plans, no commitments, just fucking stayed home. Weather sucked, so that even made it even better to stay home. So I, I, I did uh, get a little bit of a project done. Um, I, I've, I've got, you know, God only knows uh, how many robots and toys of various shapes and sizes but not much in the way of like actual adult man shit like tools you know mm-hmm. just not not ever been a priority but i did have to uh, buy myself a jigsaw uh a jigsaw i got it boy <laughs> you bought a jigsaw <laughs> specifically so i could cut a hole in a door so my cat's gonna shit in a closet nice oh my god we got this uh sometimes you gotta just shit in the closet Here's the fucking thing, man. The, the, the lady got a couple of cats. And the best cat in the world still shits in a box in your house. Mm-hmm. And we have invested considerable monies into making the house not smell like cat shit. Uh, to which I always reply, not having a cat is free. Uh, and yet here we are, a couple hundred <laughs> bucks in, with various fancy litters and pans and all this and that and just concentrate evil falls out of these fucking animals i'm real fortunate that i am allergic to cats and i also dislike them like just from a personal standpoint so you know the little fucking monsters yeah like i almost i got a a facebook suggested post sent to me one time 
about the litter robot. It's a four hundred dollar robot litter box that takes care of all the shit for you. You got like empty the drawer cup once a week and you're good. And I'm like, that is almost worth it. I told my <laughs> wife, I said, if I had a choice between a sex robot that looks like Asa Akira and a litter box robot that looks like Steve Buscemi, Steve Buscemi litter box robot wins every fucking time. <laughs> like, it oh yeah, the goddamn worst. Fucking awful. So she had the bright idea. Hey, let's put the ship box in this, uh, in the little utility closet. We don't use it for much. We'll clean out what's in there and it'll be in there and it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. We just got to leave the door cracked. I'm like, okay, fine, cool, but you got to still scoop this motherfucker. She's like, fine, great. And then one day, one of the kids, the dog, somehow the door gets closed. And I walk in, I'm like, oh, great. Now we got to play find the shit. <laughs> and there was a mountain of shit behind the Christmas tree. And I almost lost my goddamn mind. Okay, fine. We have to do something about this. So where'd they hide the Snickers bar? So we got us. Uh, we got this. This stupid as fuck. Uh, <laughs> like a uh, cat door that is shaped like a kitty cat head with the ears and everything. So like, look, I guess, I guess I'm cutting a hole in this fucking door. And I did. And you know what? It's worth it. Way to go. Is this the fucking way to go for sure? Because is it perfect? No. I ain't got to see it. I ain't got to smell it. Mostly, it's okay. So, the moral of the story is life is about compromises. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you got to have the shit box, guys. That's, a, that's the moral of the story, kids. Where is Page. the pictures of your handiwork on your Instagram? You'll post a picture when you uh, change a robot from gray to dark gray. Yeah, I didn't think about that until I was done because it was so fucking cold and rainy and shit, and I was all outside. It was awful. Mm. Uh, that really didn't. I wasn't thinking about that. I was more thinking about the fact that okay, I've only got X amount of time to use this saw before I lose feelings in my fingers. Let's uh, let's get this motherfucker going. I thought you I were going to say used the saw before, and the qu- the uh, conditions were less than optimal, but uh, fucking did the job. So I can. You can go ahead and wear gloves when you do that, Lee. I don't, have gl- I don't have gloves. You don't have a single pair of gloves? No. You got oven mitts? <laughs> I, I do have an oven mitt. There you go. Do you have an Iron Man gauntlet? <laughs> <laughs> I, need the, I need the fucking Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> you got Hulk hands? Throw some Hulk hands on. Punch a hole in that door. Hey, did you get the idea, the idea for this hole in your door from me? Huh? Huh? That's right. You do have a hole in your door. That's right. I do. I got two holes and two doors. Yeah. <laughs> that man's a fucking innovator. Yeah. Check Good shit. Out. How many so, yeah. doors and ho- how many holes in your doors you got, Kelly? Uh, I don't really think any. I think we just let the cat shit fly. Mm. What? Ugh, cats are the fucking worst. Mine. Mine doesn't like make super smelly poop like every now and again like i don't know something gets him but other than that it's pretty all right See, i feel like i have a hyperactive sense of smell anyway yeah. like I, I have the nose of like a pregnant chick i'm all the time like <laughs> something that's <that's laughs> about to go bad pregnant chick working the cash register at a uh, shake shack <laughs> <laughs> just fucking saying i can smell it <laughs> Some cat shit in here, and you are high all the time. <laughs> but yeah, uh, only other thing really worth talking about is uh, 
You know, we're two weeks out to Christmas. Yeah, Christmas, some baby. Shit, got some shit wrapped to put under the tree. Uh, I was feeling very accomplished. I'm like, oh, shit, I got all my stuff wrapped. Nicole's presents are all under the tree. It's great. I'm on top of the fucking game. And then the stuff from her mom started showing up. And that shit needs to be wrapped, too. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I forgot about that. That sucks. Got to do all that shit. Um, but looking very festive. Beginning to look a lot like Christmas. The office is looking a lot like an Amazon distribution center. Yeah. Uh, just smiley face boxes. As far as the eye can see from where I'm sitting, it's a little preposterous. <laughs> um, but then we got we received uh, our first gifts of the season uh, by way of the Nizes. <laughs> For starters... Target is worse at shipping than Amazon, and Amazon is pretty liberal with their packaging. Um, f- what four items came in three giant boxes? Yeah, <laughs> like and we clicked. Like- we clicked on when we ordered the shit. We clicked on send these all in one order, and they're like, "Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. No thanks. Yeah, we're not doing that. Instead, <laughs> we're going to ship. Uh, we're going to ship um, a coloring book." Uh, and a box that has 12 cubic feet. That's what we're going to do. We're going we're to do that. That's going to be a great plan. Like, this box shows up, and I'm like, what the fuck is in this box? I'm like, oh, it's literally a coloring book. Yeah. And 700 of those airbags. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is... Who gave this? Nothing about this makes any fucking sense. I don't get it. It's really, really dumb. Um, it's very clear that the Target warehouse people, the shipping people, are... Just trying to fuck with the people who pay them. Oh, one thousand yeah. <laughs> percent. Or, or like, or somebody just really hates the guy that picks up from the post office. You're like fucking Lester, that piece of shit. Here, here, I got another one for you, Lester. You fuck. Like, it's got to be something because that's nothing else makes sense. It's fucking stupid. But uh, so the missus got a sweet coin book. The kid got some art supplies. Uh, nice eBay me. Uh, a missing piece from my uh, Ghostbuster firehouse. Super fucking sweet outside the box. Wonderful. Thank you. And uh, can we mention the eBay seller wrapped it and put a little uh, name tag on it and it looked fucking amazing? It looked great. Like, like looked I just great. threw it out to the eBay seller. I was like, hey, could you like either put on the outside of the box, don't open it until Christmas, or like maybe even put this thing in a little wrapping paper? And then... It had to be like a half hour later. I get a message from the seller. I was like, "How's this look?" And I was like, "Holy shit! That's like professional. That's better yeah. than Amazon would have done." Yeah, fucking wrapped up. Got a ribbon, like a little snowflake. Tag. He sent you a picture. Up. How does this look? But it's like him with the rep. Festive <laughs> <laughs> dick pic. The picture. The background of the picture is your room. <laughs> like I got it. It's an, um, that little the, interaction made me change my opinion on ebay as a whole like there's good people out there uh-oh no he's right like this sponsor fuck's it's good yeah it was it was above and beyond yeah. for sure um got jack's uh copy of world of wild things are which somehow he didn't have fucking great great which, idea yeah i figured for sure that that might be one that you have but every, somehow we didn't have it every little uh, little boy or little girl should have that um, I'm going through all this uh, again, all the boxes because they were multitudinous boxes. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, and then I stop dead in my tracks and say <laughs> out loud, "This son of a bitch." <laughs> because also in this box is a fucking like learn to throw football, like an actual honest to god 
football. <laughs> like a fucking real ESPN, the global leader in sports, <laughs> football. ESPN, the global leader in sports. I actually said out loud, the global leader in sports. Here we go. I said to Mary, I was like, all right, as a bit. As a bit, but also, like, if he's into it, he's into it. I was like, we're going to get Jax a football and just see Lee lose his fucking mind. And she was like, I love you so much right now. To the point where... I told her that the packages had arrived and she started to do a little dance because she was so she was so excited about Lee's reaction. And then I'm talking to her, I'm like, like the real bit is like if this is the first of many footballs Jacks gets oh. for Christmas this year. <laughs> oh god. That'd be oh, that'd be great. Lee's in laws, Lee's mom. I came upstairs and I go, The rest of the packages from the Nizes came. And she's like, Oh yeah, I go. Look what's in here. And she fucking laughed. <laughs> so hard. But it's funny because, you know, okay, well, the prints out is great. You know, so we got this cool book. And Jack Jax grabs the book and he flips through it. He's the monster. He hugs his book. He's really excited about it. And I'm like, and then uh, he also got this guy. And honest to God, I don't think he knows what it is. He was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what the fuck's wrong with this ball? Call me back when it's fully inflated, you weirdo. <laughs> Like I think his only exposure from football has been at such a distance where he's like, this is just dudes running at each other. This is awesome. <laughs> That's great. Jack so like, turned the bit around Nicole, on us. I told Nicole and I said, he hugged his book and had no idea what the football was. Maybe I'm doing something right with him after ah. all. <laughs> but, of course, now he's super into it. We got to tell him, don't throw it in the house, you fucking psycho. Throw it in the house, Jack. Once he got to figure out what it was, he was into it. Jack, so yeah, like, throw it in the house. You got to toss it in the house. Jack, throw it in the house and shave no. your head. No, it's like a real ass <laughs> football. Like, it's not like, a ner- like he couldn't have gone like like a normal human being and been like, here, Nerf football is. No, 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 no. This is a real ass football. I I looked and like they definitely had Nerf footballs on the Target website, but they were the same price as this legit looking like. Well, that doesn't even make sense. Leather-esque ESPN teach you how to throw football. It's like, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah the fact that it had ESPN, ESPN on it really, really sold it for me. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it couldn't have been better. Okay, it's great. So thanks to you guys. I sent a merry message as well. Really uh, appreciate it. I fucking love you, dude. I, 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 do, I do love a good bit. Man, I fucking oh, went hard on Amazon this weekend, and the That's Target awesome. website just... just crossing people off my list well me and mary both it's kind of awesome taking my wife's credit card and my business's amazon prime account and just buying shit (laughs) and not having any true responsibility for any of it (laughs) (laughs) what's going on guys oh shit let's see uh oh uh let's talk about that avengers trailer Let's talk about the Avengers trailer. Let's also talk about the 10 must-see moments of the Avengers trailer. Uh, well done. Stuff. The, Good stuff. The sequel to Infinity War, which they revealed the title is What's Snappening? I also like, uh, we also would have accepted uh, the Snapture. The Snapture. Uh, yeah. Good. I should have done a bunch. <laughs> 
Once I got the motion tracking down, I should have just done a bunch of titles and just workshopped it. That was fun. Uh, you know, the the trailer's really good. Yeah. And I was already hyped for that movie, but I'm hyped even more now, and they didn't show shit. No, they didn't show Mm-mm. anything. It was a they didn't show anything shooter. that you already wasn't like... I guess the only thing that they really showed that you didn't really know what was going on was... was no, he left in the ship, didn't he? Ronan. Yeah, Ronan. Well, you have to uh, assume that did, Tony... Did Tony leave in the ship? Was he in the ship at the end of that one? No, Tony and Nebula were the only people left on Titan. So you just kind of assume, you know, she, uh, the Guardians showed up there on the Benatar. So there's a ship there. You would assume that they would, would have gotten off the planet somehow. Yeah, but that's what he, he was saying, like, I'm running out of shit. So it made it look like they were stuck. Who knows? Uh, the Ronin reveal was super cool. Yeah. Even, It'd be cool if none of that shit's even in the movie. Like well, that whole Tony Stark <laughs> shit. It could like be. It just works perfect as a trailer. It could be. They do love to switch shit around on us. <clears throat> They're going to switch it so hard. Tony Stark's not even going to be in this one. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah if you are listening to the sound of our voices and you haven't watched it yet check out on the pop youtube the uh avengers 10 must see moments from the new avengers trailer uh had a had a fun it's, it's time really fucking had a fun time like working that. on that on friday uh quick know, turnaround too man i was impressed as yeah, soon you got that done fast. as soon as that trailer hit man i was just i'd already workshopped some ideas with you guys and with jose the day before so I had a few ideas ready to go, and then as soon as it hit, it was just narrowing down those ideas and then pulling some clips, and I just powered through it until, what was it, like 9 o'clock that night? So it was maybe, maybe 12, 13 hours of working on that. And, you know, I probably could have spent another week on it, but by then, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> who fucking cares? But, let, uh, the, let the bird out the nest. I, I got some. Uh, I got to work th- out some kinks. There was some stuff that I did that I liked, some stuff that I didn't, and I can kind of streamline the process, make things go quicker. So I, they were supposed to release a, a Spider-Man trailer last week too. So waiting for that to hit. I might be currently working on something, a secret project that is very Ooh. Christmassy. Uh, that I hope I like to it. be showing everybody soon. Ooh, uh, like it. They apparently showed the Spider-Man trailer at the at a Brazil Comic Con last weekend. God damn, Brazil! Wait, wait, Spider-Man's alive? <laughs> yeah. Well, how how do they handle that? I mean, we I think know. they just say you guys all know they're coming back. Yeah, just like uh, they announced today that Scott Derrickson is back for Doctor Strange too. So guess what? He makes it out okay too. <laughs> well, fuck. <laughs> yeah, they could have just very well not released a trailer, not told you anything else that was going on, yeah, but, and I'm sure. But that movie's on the release schedule for like six months from now, yeah. so they had to do something. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna be two hours of like Aunt May and Ned going like, "I wish he was here." <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Lee, are you watching The Good Place? Oh, fuck yes. I'm watching The Good Place. You, you saw the most recent episode? Well, with all the Janets? With all the Janets. Oh, my fucking God. Fucking genius. Like, I 
am hot for every single one of those Janets. <laughs> All the Janets. <laughs> I like Eleanor Janet. I like Cheaty Janet. I like Tahani Janet. I like Jason Janet a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kelly, you and Jose don't watch The Good Place, do you? No, I need to. Watch season one, but have not... Um got back well, so was, what, are, what are they on right now three it might be my favorite show mid mid, mid right third now. season okay so maybe when that's over when when three goes on i'll just binge two and three it's, it's so fun fucking great and mary just gets so much like i enjoy it but mary gets so much joy out of it so i i love spending time and watching the good place with her uh speaking so of good. my lovely wife uh her country her company christmas party was this past weekend, and it was at uh, a little tourist attraction uh, in Orlando called Fun Spot. It's got a bunch of go kart cr- tracks, an arcade, some roller coasters, some live gators. Yeah, live gators. Yeah, it's got it got a bunch of shit like that. Uh, so we went out there. I was shooting some footage and uh, trying to trying to get a goddamn job or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then uh, me and Mary kind of, you know, they. Uh, had some food and they had a little presentation and then they were like go go my children and enjoy the spot of fun and everybody could just run off and do their own shit we all had wristbands me and mary walked around a little bit we hit the arcade and the arcade had a stand-up guitar hero game and it has been a minute since we have played guitar hero nice and it was so much fun we were basically in this empty arcade, just rocking out to Guitar Hero, both just feeling ourselves to the point where we get home from the company Christmas party and Mary's on eBay looking at Guitar Hero games. <laughs> she found we- the actual arcade cabinet for like six grand. <laughs> but she was also looking at like, you know, Xbox 360 games and controllers and stuff. So I feel like after the first of the year, that's our next uh, that's our next gimmick we're gonna do is we're gonna bring back Guitar Hero in the house. We busted out a uh, Rock Band for the first time in forever a few months uh, a few weeks ago, and it was so much fucking fun, you guys. I love it so much. Like I don't even know. Even this these gross guitars that have probably been touched by so many tourists. It was yeah. A- see, but the arcade one sucks because the only you get to play like a small portion of the song. It felt like a full song to me. We did, oh, really? We the, did yeah, maybe songs. the ones I played have just been bullshit. And again, the it, only time I ever played that version was that, uh, they got a Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, and it was like, you know, a minute. Maybe. Like, I, wait, it, I paid for this. Maybe it's because they want to keep keep shit moving, keep the line maybe, moving. Maybe. And then, last thing before Let's I. Let's go, fucker. Put the guitar down. Exactly. The kids <laughs> behind you. The last thing go I want. Go play wanna... some laser tag or something. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so, I put out a tweet i believe it was yesterday and i i made a, a claim that between grape and strawberry jelly i said that grape is the default and boy strawberry, oh boy you fuck boy oh boy did i get fucking flamed on twitter by our entire group of friends are you here to take it back now finally yeah, are you going to make an apology? Um, absolutely not, because I even said that I'll fuck with strawberry, I'll fuck with raspberry, I'll fuck with whatever. I'm just saying, 
if we're talking like default classic peanut butter and jelly, for me, it is grape jelly. Like in a cartoon, if you see a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, what color is the jelly? Purple. Strawberry. <laughs> no, 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 you're right. No, as far as you know, society at large, purple is the grapes is the default. But that doesn't make it fucking right. Grape jelly is trash. We get some of that purple stuff. Grape jelly in a squeeze bottle, crunchy peanut butter. Oh God! Don't talk to me. <laughs> you don't I like had a no. physical reaction to notice of a squeeze bottle of the, jelly. And, and here's the yin and the yang because it's motherfucking. Strawberry jelly, creamy peanut butter, Reese's though. Yeah, well, like that's you, that's basically cake frosting. That's not peanut butter. How's <laughs> <laughs> that not what? That's peanut butter. Get out of here. <laughs> that's that's straight up candy. <laughs> it has the same amount of sugar as Jif. Does it? Yes, because huh. I. Funny, I just had this same fucking talk, no names, with another friend who said the exact same thing, who scoffed at my fucking Reese's peanut butter. So I know, his... I did not scoff. No, not you, not you. I'm saying the other story. Okay. Who scoffed at my Reese's, so we took the peanut butter out of his cabinet because he said it's all sugar, and the fucking uh, back of that had the exact same sugar as Reese's. Peanut so, butter's not sugary. <laughs> it's fatty, fatty as fuck. No, it's got sugar in it. Come yeah, on, but man. not like like it's not like a high sugar thing. Hey, man! Like all I'm saying is, people talk shit about Reese's peanut butter. Y'all better back off. I, I'm not talking shit. I'm just saying the Reese's is good, but that's not like my peanut butter sandwich type peanut butter. Hey, man, that's cool. That's why I said the yin and the yang. It's yin and the you yang. Go, Angle of the dangle, man. I'll go creamy. <laughs> uh, no lie. Like, we got some, I think it was raspberry preserves from Aldi recently. Or maybe it was strawberry. And, like, I pulled a whole fucking fruit out of the jar at one point. Nice. <laughs> that was my one uh, dig at both strawberry and raspberry jelly is my favorite thing about both of those is the seeds. I like that. Uh, see, I can't. I can't do seeds. Ugh, I'm not good with seeds. Get out of here, seeds. No stems. No seeds. No sticks. See, Get now I can't even find the thread. But man, I got dogpiled on about some motherfucking jelly. Thread? What? There's a. The, you said let me find the thread. I, I was gonna say there's some seeds thread. No, I I was talking shit seeds. about seeds. No, no one else backed me up. Sometimes, sometimes you got to be the villain, man. Just saying. I just didn't. I didn't expect. Like, <laughs> I put out. I put out some fucking great content on my Twitter. So fuck everybody that doesn't <laughs> like or retweet some of my great stuff. And then I tweet about jelly, and all of a sudden, everybody reads my tweets. <laughs> all of a sudden, everybody notices Nice's Twitter and needs to tell him about his ass. I see how it is. Okay, man. And All fuck right. you, Juan. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Juan said in the chat, Nice is always the villain. 
I was like, don't you even talk to me about Harold and Kumar's Christmas. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that. That's fucking great. What's going on, Jose? Uh, <laughs> now that you put me on the spot, I forgot. <laughs> Make some notes, On the man. spot, it's every fucking week, dog. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was in the middle of writing something, and then you threw me out. Take some notes, you know. Go to Kelly. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I'm actually—I was trying to save Kelly for last because I feel like he has a fucking tale to tell us about his his Monday. So, so what the uh, what the fuck's going on, Kelly? I, I had a I had a Garfield day. Aww, <laughs> you totally fucking did. So yesterday, you know, woke up and got my coffee, started reading some stuff. Mom leaves for work, so I'm like, all right, cool. I got to take a shit. I'm gonna go take a shit. How do you uh, take your coffee, Kelly? Uh, this time of year? Uh, up his ass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this time of year, it's just coffee and nog. Nice. Yeah. Black coffee, whoa, whoa, whoa. coffee in your coffee and nog mixed? Well, I mean, I, I, I use the nog as the creamer, essentially. Do you? How is that? Oh, yeah. It's delicious. I mean, huh. it's creamy and it's sugary, so... Oh, I will tremendous. I will try that in the morning. I will I will report. How the I will fuck have you board. never tried, I have never tried that as yeah. coffee cream? Really? Never. Never it's thought tremendous. about that. No vision this okay. one. <laughs> Shit. Let's talk about fucking vision. Let's talk about some fucking food vision. Goddamn egg tacos. Okay. Food vision. Food vision. Did that shit years before Taco Bell. Check the records, goddamn it. Pretty sure those were omelets. No vision. There's no goddamn omelets. It's an egg taco. <laughs> I like that Mahoney's here purely to just rile up Jose. Yeah, he's like fucking he's the Statler and Waldorf for tonight's show. I just every time I pop in, I think I like to think that Lee's like, oh shit, is it time? And then I just fade back. Ugh. All right, so you know, I'm, I'm, I go take my shit. I just hear a pounding on the door. Uh, boom, 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 boom. I got like a turd halfway out my ass. Oh. So I, all right. Boom, 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 boom. I'm like fuck. So I get, I quick squeeze it out, go wipe, and go look, at, go get the door. It's my mom. She's like, I locked the keys in the car, and the car is still running. Oh. Uh, all right, sweet. So I call my dad. He's got an extra key because my mom is convinced that I can then get into the trunk and bust through the back seat, and come through, and unlock the doors. Wait, what? What? Why? If if your dad has a key, why wouldn't he just unlock it? Because the doors don't have locks on them. Oh, they, it's one of those. Yeah. Wait, what? It's a keyless. Yeah, the, 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 yeah you, it, you got a key fobby thing, so Is you just the... you know click click the button. Okay, so he has it's an not extra like key, but not an extra fob. Yeah, so we have an extra key that you can use for the trunk. It's dumb. But so we get in the trunk and I was reading online about how, okay, so there should be some flap things that you can pull on the back seat and then kind of push it forward. Uh, those aren't there. <laughs> so then I'm trying to kick it down. Yes. Because the, the thing that I read was like, hey, you know, if it doesn't have that, you can just push them down and you know, <laughs> kick them. All right. So I'm like, I'm kicking and eventually I punch it. And I just fucking bust open my knuckle. At hmm. this point, I did not realize I busted open my knuckle. Oh, I was I wearing gloves. So I'm fucking around with this, trying to get it open. I can't get it open. 
at this point I realize why is my glove squishy? <laughs> so take squishy. my take my glove off. There's just blood streaming down my fingers. Oh, uh, MDK. <laughs> yeah, MDK. I shake my <laughs> hand off, put blood all over the driveway. Nice. I I hope it was like a freshly fallen snow. It was. <laughs> Thankfully, no, it wasn't snowing. Okay. That would have just made it even better. So so we get inside, call locksmith. You know, locksmith fixes it up. So I'm just inside. At, like I, I'm washing my hand, and I look down, and there's just the little flap of skin. So I just bite that shit off and spit it in the sink. <laughs> Goddamn right to do. Holy shit! So wash it off, get it, get it bandaged up. Kelly King like, of right. the Death Match. Yeah, like all right, time to enjoy <laughs> hit a death my... match with life. <laughs> yeah, time to enjoy my Monday morning. So I'm reading the book, drinking my coffee. Then I hear like this noise on the side of the house. It sounds like scratching on the wall. So I'm like, oh, good. So I look outside, and there's a fucking squirrel trying to eat through the siding. So I go outside and yell at it. It doesn't budge. It just stares at me with its dead eyes. And let me tell you something about this this squirrel. It's the fattest fuck I've ever seen. (laughs) It's just fat as shit. Been eating nuts all day. It's going to try and sleep in my house. So it doesn't move when I yell at it. So I go inside, I buy the recycling, I grab a uh, cardboard shipping tube, and I just throw it at it. Uh, unfortunately, I miss, but it runs. And it just jumps into the tree and still stares at me, so I just whack the tree a bunch of times, and then it runs away. <laughs> <laughs> so then I go back, you know, finish my coffee and read. Normally on Mondays, I, I, I have off on Mondays. I don't, I don't work Mondays. I, I usually use my Mondays and, you know, do my house cleaning. Do, do the dishes, clean the bathroom, all that kind of stuff. I'm like, well, I'm not going to let this busted knuckle upset my week. So what I do is I don't want to get it wet because that would just burn and probably bleed all over the dishes. So I just <laughs> take a, a plastic bag uh, that you'd get from your normal shopping and then proceed to duct tape it to my arm. As, like, as you do. You're the Sabu of washing dishes. Yeah. It's fucking great. <laughs> so Somebody who draws. Ta- Kelly is Sabu washing dishes. <laughs> <laughs> Just so then, everywhere. Yeah, it, it, it didn't work. My hand got wet. So I take it off, and my just arm is itchy as fuck from this duct tape then. It's at that point that I think, you know, maybe I should look under the uh, sink. Maybe we got some uh, gloves I could wear. Uh, sure <laughs> enough, there's some Rubbermaid gloves down there. So put put those on. Probably should have done that first instead of taping a bag to my hand like some kind of fucking maniac. No, that's that's that <laughs> DIY indie wrestling just mindset. Yeah, yeah. You, you got something wrong. You just gotta tape it shut. And so, yeah, then I then I actually went about my day pretty normally, other than that. Uh, this morning was stepping in two different piles of cat puke. That was fun. Ugh, fucking cats. One was outside of the bathroom right before I was going to go shower. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck is wet? And I just it's all chunky, so I wipe uh, that off my foot. Mm. Then I go back to my room to grab something, and at which point I step in another puddle that I had missed the first time coming out of my room. What he had you, uh, quite a morning. What did cat. you do to these cats, Kelly? I know these fucking cats. So yeah, that was uh, the bad parts. 
But other than that, I've been smashing my brother so much. <laughs> have you guys been smashing your brothers at all? No, I'm no. not been smashing brothers. No. Oh, man, you guys should smash some brothers. Hope it's get so good. Smashing brothers at Christmas time. Yeah, I'm sure at it's some point Mary so is going good. to be smashing some brothers, I feel. I have put ten and a half hours into this game already. Jesus Christ. Did it come out, like, yesterday? Friday. It came out Friday. Uh, let me tell you something. I don't know if I'll ever actually play multiplayer on this game. There is so much single-player content. That's the main, great. like, the story mode, the adventure mode, where they're, like, talking about the spirits and shit, where... Uh, that's gonna take you around 20-some hours. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, even better, the, cl- you know, the classic mode where you kind of run through, like, your, your, the typical arcade mode, you know? Every character's one is unique. That's awesome. Like, kind of Mortal yes. Kombat style. Yes, I love it. Like, so far, my favorite one was, surprisingly, Jigglypuffs, because it's just the original game, but, you know, HD. Oh, awesome. That's Fucking, how do they do that? My God. Yeah, it's so cool. Like, there's so much shit in this game to do. Like, I'd, I'm going to be smashing brothers for so long. <laughs> like, I, I love it. It might be my game of the year. <laughs> like, oh, I man. fucking love this thing. Uh, uh, then, words. I like it. Speaking of yeah. Mortal Kombat, uh, do you guys see that Mortal Kombat 11 trailer from the Game Awards? No, it that exists, cool. but I have not seen it yet. It was fucking cool. Pretty cool. Like, it looks like they're kind of working in how they die into the story, which is kind of inter- an interesting way to do it. And I haven't played a Mortal Kombat game in a in a while. Forever's. <laughs> Probably. I might actually buy it because uh, it's going to be on Switch. Cool. Mortal Kombat on a Nintendo, huh? Yep. Never would have thought. No. Not like since a, like uh, a mild version Nintendo or sixty four. Blood and all. I think it's gonna be full on blood. Mm. I mean, hell, they put Doom on that shit. Yeah. There's no rules anymore. My oh my switch. <laughs> uh, and then Sunday night was uh, Cage of Death. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, nice cosplay. Wow. Oh, man. Nice cosplay's forehead is just lumpy and weird. And it and has he got gotten, some skewers in it. It's gotten so bad in the Ugh. past year and a half, just since yeah. like we saw him at WrestleMania in Orlando. Yeah. Uh, I thought that guy was like on his way out. I thought he was kind of doing a retirement run. No. It kind of seemed he's slowed down, definitely. He's not doing tournaments anymore, which I'm sure helps. He sure is sticking skewers in his goddamn forehead. Like he's a giant albino meatball. Yeah, but you get a chance to tag team with Onita. You're not going to pass that up. That's true. Spurt. Yeah. This looks like shit, this guy. Yeah. (laughs) You know, uh, on the opposite of that, though, the CZW production values look pretty good. From what I saw, they're they're, they're doing really good now. From that two minute recap, it looked pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing. They're, it's looking pretty decent now. Um, let me. See. The Cage of Death match itself was always fun. Like they, they always build just something fucking insane. And of course, they had to make a giant weird scaffold so that dude could go flying through it through some 
panes of glass and barbed wire as well. Yeah, why they not? Had the, fucking do it. You're gonna do it. They had the yeah. barbed wire spider web again. Yep. Uh, no, and- not really. It was more just barbed wire. Uh, a barbed wire board. The spider web was an <clears throat> unrelated gift that people were passing around online. For some reason. Yeah, I don't know why that was making the rounds. That suddenly. looked nasty. Whatever that. Yeah, was. that looked gnarly. I'm watching this thing now. This recap, the streaming again. It's just it's. It did Wait until we get to the dildo. The dildo they, is the best. What they didn't show in the recap <laughs> was that was only one of the dildos. There was another one. Uh, that one was on a drill. And was put into a man's mouth, and boy, howdy, was it spun around. <laughs> the clip in this two-minute recap is they stick a black suction cup dildo onto the seat of a metal folding chair, and then uh, does like a, a Manhattan drop onto the chair so that th- the dick goes right up the dude's butt. Well, I mean, not up his butt, like between his legs. But like up his butt. Like, you can see the head of the dildo sticking out. Uh, between his legs when he's sitting in the yeah. chair. But there's also the bit from that match before, uh, well, that match, but they showed it before the dildo bit where the woman decided to motorboat a uh, blow-up doll's ass. Yeah. And Real? then the commentator decided, I need to talk about how much I enjoy eating ass now. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants that. That's the guy that was that announcer at that show, Jose. And I said, this guy fucking sucks. And you're mm. like, why? I'm like, he just has bad takes. He, oh, oh yeah, that yeah. guy. That yeah. guy. He was the essentially the CZW ring announcer at the at the time. Yeah. Kind of kind of wormy, got that bad beard and glasses. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of somebody we know who might like to send dick pictures. <laughs> hypothetically. <laughs> no, 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 no. That part's not hypothetical. That part's not hypothetical. <laughs> the other good moment of this, one of my favorite moments of the show was actually not wrestling related at all. But the uh, Larry Legend, the ring announcer, who you guys will probably remember from... Um, Spring Break. Spring Break. Yeah. he He's making an announcement you know, about the... Uh, the concession stand he goes why don't you wrap your lips around a tasty wiener (laughs) at which point the crowd then started a tasty wiener chant great but he also got into the ring during the dildo on the chair spot and was offering to take a (laughs) a slam onto the chair jesus christ in in much the manner as the one in the video did but um yeah, the Cage of Death match had one of the grossest spots I've seen all year where a dude got his tongue stapled to a board. I don't even understand the the physics of, of No, that. I don't either. I think he went under and like it's gross. It's real gross. And legit. It looked legit. Like he lifted it with his tongue. <sighs> oh That's my god. Fucking awful. Like you could see him pull the staple out of his tongue. Like in the camera shot when he got it ripped out. Yeah. Just doesn't seem worth it. Still no. safer than but working hey, he for won. the WWE. He's a champion though. Now. Oh, good for you, you dude. You deserve oh, hey. to be champion if that happens. Yeah. If that's what you're willing to do, fuck it. If the other guy's not. You know, I realized something this weekend at work. Uh, so I was looking at this cover of the Spider Man comic where it was like a. Spider-Man all busted up and bleeding. And it looked like shit. Like, the blood looked like he just 
took a bunch of pull and peel Twizzlers and stuck each strand to his face. I've realized that artists, if you're going to draw like a bloody fight scene, you should watch some deathmatch wrestling to learn how blood actually moves on a human body. That's accurate. Yeah. Hot oh, take. Man. Yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> like a, a realistic CZW video game? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nuts. You've had a heck of a weekend, Kelly. Yeah, it was a solid solid weekend. A lot of a lot of stuff going on. Good thing uh, you had all those band-aids for your knuckle. I know. Yeah. Nice. Sweet, uh, sweet life-sustaining band-aids. The, have I talked about the band-aids? Was that this past week? I don't know if you talked about the band-aids. I think yeah, I, no, I got that what, last Wednesday, so okay. I didn't talk about it. Tell, so them, tell them how you eat those band-aids, though. I don't eat the band-aids. <laughs> I use them on my hand. So I find, get a package from Amazon Wednesday morning, really nicely open it up. It's, oh, nicely wrapped present. All right, take it out of the bag. It's a fucking box of band-aids. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm actually glad I got those band-aids now because I've used a whole bunch of them. Oh, great. <laughs> How many have you eaten? <laughs> None. I don't eat them. Stop telling The Rock I eat them. <laughs> oh, The Rock knows. Damn yeah, it, you can't hide that shit from The Rock. We Damn. need uh, oh. one of those. You know how The Rock does pictures of his big cheat meals? Yeah, Was it a bunch of band-aids? Yeah, we need to do one. Just a big spread of different kinds of <laughs> band-aids. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking great. So, yeah. I don't even know how I'd eat a band-aid. Like, how, do you, how are you going to get that down? I feel you like it's got to be... up in your hand and you swallow it like a pill. <laughs> But that's not eating. That's just swallowing. No, that counts. I would. I, w- I would let that count. I would you dunk can chew it, it if you want. I would like dunk it in, in some sort of sauce because it's got that pad on it, so it's absorbent. That's a good point. But then you probably want to chew on it as little as possible before swallowing. I mean, it's like gum. I would imagine. Oh yeah. You soak it in some, some maybe some like General Zows, and then uh, <laughs> you chew it for a bit. Well, <laughs> that's old General to the rescue. So I'd, anyway, probably, I'd probably go like some mint flavored something. Okay, so good. just make it straight up like gum. Then would you, if you had to choose between putting raspberry jelly or grape jelly on it, which which jelly? Oh, raspberry all day. Yeah. All right. Good choice. Good choice. Now, this is going to come into play soon, Lee, because Kelly's in the Kerouac competition. <laughs> if he were to win the Kerouac, I'm going to make him eat a Band-Aid, Lee. I'm not going to eat a Band-Aid. I'm just going to be like Gino and pretend I don't play this game. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, see, Gino had a pass because he is a... Uh, a large, strong-looking black dude. So none of us are going to be like, hey, you got to do some stupid shit because you were in last place. You know how to pass because I had no idea how to get in contact with him. It's true. <laughs> so yeah, Lee, this is it. Two more weeks, Lee. It seems two like weeks. so long. Two more weeks. Hey, it's like a Christmas present. Christmas is in two weeks and fantasy football will be over in two weeks. Holy hey. shit, and we're not gonna, we're gonna be gone. 
Oh, and we're going to be gone one of those weeks. We're going to be gone. <laughs> so we're not going to be able to talk about the, the winner until we get back from, you know, holiday break. Or All just right. like, well, never. we can just never talk about it. Four more weeks, Lee, and then we'll finally talk about football again. What if we just don't talk about it ever again? I mean, that doesn't sound very good. <laughs> Here, I'm going to spare you. I'm going to spare you, Lee, because there's too much to talk about this week. This is what I'm going to tell you. Highlights from last week. You really got to get your shit together with your team. You're starting some terrible players. Uh, you scored 60, 67 points. That That's pretty pathetic. That's almost as bad as Juan, who scored 39 points, Lee. <laughs> If it Lee, wasn't if for you, Juan's if kicker. You sat, if you sat down and tried to score 39 points, I'm not sure you could do it. <laughs> it was really just remarkable. So, if it weren't for job, Juan's Lee. kicker, every person starting on Juan's team would have had single-digit scores. Yep. <laughs> Let's run down the list here. There's nine players on his team. Six points, one and a half points, three points, a half a point, three and a half, one, nine and a half, one, and then 13. His kicker. <laughs> His, His kicker, kicker, which he probably drafted second round. <laughs> probably. So, bad week for Juan. Uh, I, Lee, had the highest score of the entire league for the whole week, 157 points, and I choked the life out of Nyes. He certainly like I did. Said I, like I said I would. He did. Uh, and he, I doubled his score, one fifty-seven to eighty-one. Yeah, it was it was rough. Real, real hit to the ego there. <laughs> so here's the deal, Lee. We are in round one of the playoffs. There's three stages of playoffs happening right now, Lee. There's Tito, Vetter, Mel, and Matt are playing for the belt, the real belt. Engrave their name on it. Take it away from Jose. Jose Which I already dubbed the, the champ. I already dubbed the champ. The champ's on the belt. Oh, who'd you put on the belt? R.I.P. Tito. Yeah, it's it's Tito. Tito's a runaway freight train scoring like 160 points a week. None of them stand a chance. Yeah. They don't stand a chance. And then every time you try to talk to Tito about how he's a runaway freight train, he's like, Oh, you I guys are okay. you guys are so sweet. <laughs> I do okay. I could really use a better a better whatever. And it's like okay, sure. So you could score 190 points. Yeah, it would be whatever. nice if Drew Brees scored me 17 touchdowns. Yeah, boo hoo. So the four of them are going for the belt. Two of them will play next week, and uh, two of them will play for the consolation game, and they'll come in. I mean, uh, all of them are going to play both weeks. <laughs> Well, right, right, right. But two of them will play for a purpose. The other two will play to get third and fourth place. Right. Which, who gives a shit? Well, I'll, uh, I'm going to hand Tito his belt in person. There you go. That's a good idea. So then, on the other end of the spectrum, well, before we get there, then there's those of us in the middle, Lee. That's <laughs> Jose and Mary. They're playing each other. Tied records, then, the two of them. We Tied just record. played each other. Too. Yeah. Seven and seven. Yeah, two weeks in a row they're going to play each other. She's going to avenge that loss. And Lee, Who? I play Who's you. going to avenge that loss? Mary's going to avenge that loss. I was. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. She is. Careful. You're going to get them all riled up again. Yeah. 
And if you win, she's gonna win by Jose, one. Well, she's gonna win by one point on a touchdown by Antonio Brown. Oh, I would fucking love overtime. it so much. Oh my god, dude, dude, Hallmark has an Antonio Brown ornament, and I wanted to get it for you so bad. <laughs> or I should have like sent you a link and be like, "Hey, who's this?" <laughs> <laughs> Kenyon so, Drake, wide receiver. They did yeah, not have, have they did not have a Kenyon Drake Drake ornament. <laughs> Kenyon Drake. <laughs> Love that Kenyon Drake. He thought he thought he was getting Canada's Drake. <laughs> he like, said, oh, Who's this Kenyon Drake? I thought, I I thought getting, Canada Drake. I thought I was getting hotline bling. <laughs> yeah. You know who's going to get hotline bling is Lee because I play Lee in this consolation round of the playoffs and I'm going to crush you. You're going to crush. It's nothing personal. Mahoney, nothing personal. You were... You're going to start Nelson Aguilar <laughs> and he's going to score you three points and I'm going to crush you. At some point, Lee has to text Goat and be like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> My reputation is at stake here. What the fuck, man? Why are you starting Nelson Aguilar again? <laughs> You're done. It's all over for you. So then we have the exciting game. Because really, who cares about the, the championship game? That's going to be Tito. For real. Uh, this whole season is the four teams in the running for the Kerouac are Kelly, Nyes, Thatcher, and Juan. And so Kelly and Thatcher play each other this week. Projected... 108 to 104 in favor of Thatcher. So, oh. real close game for the two of them. That's close. That's close. That's going to be a nail-biter. Everybody tune in and watch that. It's going to be fun. I got him. Uh, on the other hand, you got Nyes and Juan. Nyes projected at 93, Juan projected at 80, but Juan was projected higher than 80 last week, and he scored 36 points. So, <laughs> you gotta, you got to take a look what, at that roster, side Juan. Bet. Let's side What's the bet. Side bet? Oh, side over bet. and under he, on forty. He he. No, me and Nyes are gonna play. Oh yeah, yeah. Wasn't it? We're we're playing versus scores. Oh yeah, that's right. For the for the no no. It's it's last week. Whoever's in the loser losers game. It was if I'm in the losers game, and I beat you, you're the loser winner. Or yeah, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but. I don't want to do a. Uh, I'm confused. Let's do a guaranteed. We we're playing the last week. No okay. matter who we're playing, we're playing. Okay. So what's the side? All right. We'll figure that out. Let's Thank God. Okay. So <laughs> next next weekly, either Kelly Thatcher, Juan, and Nyes, two of those people will play each other and determine who is the winner of the Kerouac. I have a good feeling that I'm not even going to be in that game. Yep, I think it's going to be Juan and Thatcher. I, I kind maybe. I think it's going to be Juan and somebody. I could see that. Yeah, but see, I feel like too many teams in our league give up when they're not in the playoffs and they don't pay attention. So, Kelly, all you have to do is really pay more attention than Tad did. Does. Oh, I pay attention. Okay, yeah, you do. Kelly Sweet had a boy. solid week last week. Yeah, I had a solid week until, like, my last two best players are just like, nah. Yeah. Let's not really yeah. do anything this week. That was too bad. All right. 
Let's see. What did you score? You scored 98 and a half, and Tad scored 99. So you're right there. But yeah. I don't know. Well, I was going to say, I don't know if you're going to get 30 points out of Brady again, but you didn't start Brady. So Yeah, I didn't start him because he wasn't supposed to score that much. Yep. Like shitty weathermen, these projected people. <laughs> Everyone at ESPN should be fired. They told Nyes and I that the projected score was 105 to 103. Right. And it turned out to be 157 to 81. Yeah, you so guys. So, real fucking, good. Real mm-hmm. good job. Like, they got it right in the fact that they picked uh, American numbers. Yeah. <laughs> English numbers, you know? Juggalo John in the chat fun. says that we need to be gearing up for another uh, season of Zero's actual fantasy league. Oh, yes. Yeah, that, that is some shit I can get behind. Yeah. Yeah. When, when are we doing this time? Uh, who knows? Zero to, to be determined. Zero okay. is the commissioner. Let me, let me float an idea. Hear me out. Trades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that he would have to build that functionality. Yeah, zero. Build the trade functionality. I want to be able to make some trades. Well, gauntlet thrown. And don't put in a trade deadline because I want to fuck over Jose. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. One more funny story God about fantasy football. Uh, Matt. Matt has wanted David Johnson for weeks. Weeks. Ever since I got him from Kelly. He's been like, hey, how are you feeling about David Johnson? Can I get him? Can I get him? Can I get him? And every week I'm like, nah, nah, nah. And every week he lets me down, David Johnson, and he scores like seven points, six and a half points. He just sucks. And so I lost my chance at going 500, and I said, fuck this whole game. And I said, you know what, Matt? You want David Johnson? Take him. Take him for Amari Cooper, who I don't care about, but that was the original trade that you proposed. Take him for Amari Cooper. I don't give a shit. Have him. I don't even want him. And then I put Amari Cooper on my bench where I planned to leave him forever because I don't think he's that good. And then Odell Beckham Jr. got a bruise. He got a bruise, Lee, so he sat down and he didn't play that week because, you know, with a bruise, like, you raise your arm the wrong way or somebody pokes you a little bit. It might hurt. So he didn't want to play. So I had to go ahead. Time. (laughs) I had to go ahead and put Amari Cooper in my lineup, and he scored forty-four points. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And Odell Beckham, who kid, who he tried to trade me for George Kittle, who put up forty-five points. Uh, Kittle. Yeah. Beckham Beckham scored zero points. Kittle put up thirty and a half. It's amazing. Uh, well, f- 45 in my CBS league. I'm still in it for the money. Oh, The, the, the money league, I'm going to make the playoffs. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you're two-timing us with another league? I've always. I not. <laughs> no, I'm two-timing the other league with you guys. Yeah, I was in true. that league first. It's All true. Right. All right. I can juggle, baby. Obviously not if only one of your teams is in the playoffs. <laughs> oh! <laughs> no, because I have almost the same team in both leagues. I just happen to be stuck in the fucking greatest it division. Smells like burnt Pop-Tarts in here. In all your guys' <laughs> Smells like burnt Pop-Tarts. <laughs> Put me in anyone else's division, and I'm first place almost. Oh, God, charcoal. Too, too busy worrying <laughs> about Canada's Drake over here. Seven and seven is good for second place in any division and third place in yours. Yeah. All right. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> take it. 
the opposite of Trash it Mountain. It you exactly where you are today. It's the opposite of Trash Mountain, except for Vetter, who I feel has skated through this season without really deserving it. <laughs> Vetter, here's the deal. Vetter is 12-2. and two. He was 11-1 last week. 12-2. and two. Jesus Christ. Best, best record in the league. Um, by by a game, eleven and three for Tito and eleven and three for Matt, twelve and two for Vetter, but he has scored substantially fewer points than Matt or like Tito. he won a couple games that were like eighty six to eighty three. Right. Yep. Like he scored some... less points than Jose. Uh, he scored less points than Mel. Yeah, I've scored a lot of points. I've scored more points than a lot of motherfuckers in the league. It's true. Um, yeah, look it up. He he's almost. He's only. 50 points ahead of me. And I'm 6 and 8. And he's 12 and 2. So I don't want to say that he had a lucky season, but that seems like a pretty lucky season. I will say the, the games his team shit the pot, the other team shit harder. Yep. I will say uh good luck and uh enjoy being knocked out of the playoffs in the first week. <laughs> Enjoy by, that the, by Tito's train. The problem with t- playing Tito's team is you're like, I think I can do this. I think I could take out Tito's team. That's right. And then half of his team scores 35 points. And you're like, okay. This, I was winning the first fun. half of when we played. I checked, the second half, half. I checked my scores this week. And, you know, the games start on Sunday at 1 o'clock. I checked at like 1.30 and Mahoney already had 100 points. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> Moving on. Crunch, crunch, box, box. Crunch, crunch, box, box. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Nicole's doing her best Amazon fulfillment center impression over here. Just slinging boxes and shit everywhere. Oh I can't God. hear all the streaming talk about football, Nicole. It's true. Nicole. <laughs> she, can she hear us? Nicole needs a oh, team next year. Nicole needs has, a team. Nicole, this is a player that Jose has on his team that he says he's good. He doesn't need to get a backup. He's good. Uh, after suffering a bruised nerve in his neck on an onside kick recovery, Eckler entered the concussion protocol because of developing <laughs> symptoms of a head injury. Uh, the two injuries make it unlikely Eckler will rally in time for Thursday's game in Kansas City. Is that no, a I'm good. Tragedy. You're good. You're good. So you're the guy has a bruised nerve in his neck and a concussion. And he has fine. to play in two days. And yeah, you're it good? nothing to do with his feet. He's a runner. <laughs> <laughs> That seems unlikely, Jose. <laughs> Put some dirt in it, you puss. <laughs> what do you got? Pokey wrist? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, Jose. I- I'll just pick up Kareem Hunt. He's available. Kareem, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar doesn't play football, Jose. Yeah, no shit. Mary loves did you, Kareem Hunt. Did you have Hunt. a chance to write some notes, Jose? Yeah. Yes, I did. I Tiki did. Barber. <laughs> Mary I'll, loves I'll Kareem it. Hunt. Because... Tiki Barber, who just walked out on Good Day America in high heels because apparently he's playing the lead in kinky boots, which nice. is fucking weird to me. But all right. Work Play it, girl. Defense. Work it. Uh, saw Bohemian Rhapsody. Finally got to take uh, shares. No names, man. No names. No names. <laughs> Shit. We'll we'll Got edit him. that in post. We'll edit that. We'll okay, edit that. okay. We'll rewind that. With yeah. what? With who? With 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 nothing. Who did, nothing. Nothing. No nothing. one. I, he I saw it by nobody. himself. Okay, nobody went. 
<laughs> you, you, you put the hole in the thing and you no, jerk yourself happened. off. Nothing happened. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Went, saw Bohemian Rhapsody. Pretty good movie. Great queen movie. Uh, apparently, and we did watch a couple things after comparing the two. Not accurate. So if you want to go watch a cool, feel-good, awesome queen movie, that's the movie. Just don't. I mean, it's yeah, it's a movie. It's a it's a great movie. It's a great queen movie. All the queen shit was cool. The story they told was great. It's just the story they told isn't one hundred percent true, accurate, or in the order things happen. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe don't use it uh, for your book report right. about Queen. Correct. But it's a great fucking Queen movie. Like it's pretty good. You think you're watching Queen? It, it's cool. Um, as well, fucking went. Goddamn Amazon ham. What up, Business Prime? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Y'all be getting some some I'm I'm changing how I'm doing Christmas. You'll see when you get it. Nice. But Christmas, <laughs> okay. Christmas will never be the same. That sounds like a threat, Jose. Oh, it is. It's a threat. <laughs> it's it's so funny. We got this Amazon Prime account through the eleventh hour. So, you know, we use it for the business and then we also use it for our personal needs when we want fucking free shipping which hallelujah thank you free shipping and at one point the other night i was about to go in and get a couple things and i look at the cart and there's like 300 things in the cart and i i message jose and i'm like i'll, I'll let you finish i don't want to mess up what you got going on there I'm like holy shit homie that's fucking great oh we went we went so ham got a couple more things to get but for the most part Done. Now we just got to get it to people. So that's right. I'm going to try aiming for that 25th, baby. But, you know, some of y'all might be getting your shit on the 28th. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might. I don't, just... I don't mind that. I, I, I like a good late Christmas present once in a while. Because yeah, like... you're done. And then you're like, oh, shit, more Christmas. Oh, shit, nice. Shit. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, I fucking love a late Christmas present. Like when you look behind the fucking couch and you find that, oh, shit, there's a present red, there there's a red rider page. bb gun there the entire time oh shit cream hunt is available <laughs> hey <laughs> um he says we're done with that yeah so i don't know i i, I hope everyone digs it but i th this is going to be my new tradition so suck it if you don't like it deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's, it's fucking coming you know what i my favorite thing about christmas is the confrontation <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we need we need like a Christmas Olympics. Oh, you uh <laughs> tree throwing tree throwing. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I was just thinking, I've been thinking cuz I've been very much in the Christmas spirit lately and I was I was just thinking back to my tree throwing days. <laughs> just how just how different different uh, a boy I was back then. Still a thick boy, but different thick just boy. Young boy with bright <laughs> tree chucking aspirations. <laughs> Nicole says she's glad you don't want to throw trees anymore. Yeah, it's 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 better this way. She's glad you're <laughs> behind you. So that's what's up. I'll keep it short and sweet so we can get to our. I dig it to nice. our to our shit. But that's what's up. Christmas is coming, y'all. Watch out. Is the goose getting fat? I dig it. Please put a penny penny in the old man's hat. <laughs> 
What old man hat? What penny in the hat? If you haven't got a penny, a half penny will do. What the fuck are you talking about? You haven't got a half penny, then God bless you. <laughs> I think this is some kind of football play. <laughs> but listen, I was listening to the Muppets and John Van Der Denver Christmas album ah. on Sunday, and that's a dang old song on there. <laughs> dang old. Miss Piggy singing that shit. Well, them some them hot Miss Piggy tracks. I, I, I get yeah. it. I fucks with Miss Piggy. It's all right. I like it. Oh man, uh, like I got to it too late with my Amazon list, but Marvel Select or not Marvel Select, Diamond Select has their line of Muppets action figures. They and, look real nice, and man. they're like yeah. not super expensive either. Like, dude, those Diamond figures are a solid value a lot of them are under 20 bucks like did you see the new swedish chef that they've got yeah like the chef yeah, that like one's the, pretty nice the statler and waldorf have a wall mountable theater box oh my god which is fucking great like that's one of those things i can't believe i don't have it right now awesome. <laughs> yeah those those diamonds like figures are not the the like the the build quality isn't awesome on them. Like they some of them you know, the the arms and limbs will kind of pop off. You got to put them back in place. Sure. Like they're not the, the sturdiest thing in the world, but they're also not meant to be played with. So, helmet slide. And where the fuck else are you gonna get two figures for twenty dollars these days? Right. So, I don't, I don't mind it. All right, let's hit these fucking lists, man. Amen. So, so this week uh, we're hitting up doing the top six. Uh, Christmas movies, of which there are about seven hundred thousand, and about and I don't like any of them, <laughs> and about ninety nine percent of them are trash. Yeah, because like, um, I remember in October, Hulu had this kick ass the the Huluween library, all these all this horror shit, whatever. Yeah, legit stuff in there. Uh, Hulu's Christmas library is fucking dar- garbage, except like, for the. Uh, season streamings. Yeah, it's just like, it's just, you know, it's just a stream of ABC Family original movies. Yeah, like, they all have terrible. the same, the same like box art. Yeah, they're all the same. I feel like Melissa Joan Hart is a ninety of them. Right. Although that may be unfair. I don't know. It's it's not a good time. They look terrible. Um, but still, surprisingly hard to pare down. The list is six. So yeah, fuck. I'll I'll I'll, I'll, I'll kick us off here. My list is going to have some reoccurring. I am pretty sure. See, I wanted to just to steer clear with some of reoccurring. I wanted to go with some a little little unique, a little off the wall. Some of these guys, but quick, I'm going to do Jose Guzman style shout outs. Shout out, dog. Shout we to, need a shout out sounder <laughs> to uh, <laughs> Die Hard, uh, Christmas Vacation, Home Alone, and the Kiss Kiss Bang Bangs classics, one and all. Um, I'm gonna also throw a shout out to the Christmas Chronicles on the Netflix. You'll watch that this weekend. It's fucking cute. Still need to watch that. I'm super yeah, into I need it. To see that. It's a solid uh, Christmas movie. Like it's, uh, you know, it's not great, but it's it's, it's a lot of fun. And uh, the reindeer effects look pretty good. And Kurt Russell uh, is he's a, he's a a a plus movie Santa though. He's he's great. He fucking rules. So if you haven't seen it, I'm gonna check it out. So all right, so. I'm going to start off with uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's 
magnum, magnum opus, uh, Jingle All the Way. Fuck yeah, you are. Fucking I love that movie. <laughs> love Jingle All the Way. Goddamn underrated. Like, I liked it as a kid. As an adult, it rings so much truer even than it did then. <laughs> like, every bit of it's great. And, like, Sinbad is awesome. Uh, the opening bit where he's, like, you know, telling all the people, you're my number one customer. And then he fucking <laughs> you know, gives his wife the same fucking cheesy line. Phil Hartman crushes it in every scene that he's in. Like, it's Oh, so good. R.I.P. Phil Hartman. Dash it down to the Prince of Vix and Kama Cupid Donna Blitzen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew this from Isles. <laughs> so great. So good. Um, I'm going to toss in uh, Bad Santa on this fucking list. Man, I hate Bad Santa. Oh, I love Bad I, Santa. I don't it's, know what it is. It's like one of my fondest memories is watching my mom lose her fucking mind watching Bad Santa. She thought <laughs> it was the funniest shit in the world. Mom's got a great big belly laugh when she gets it going. That's great. I fucking love Bad Santa. R.I.P. John Ritter. A lot of the dead people on my list, apparently. Oh, man. John Ritter. John Ritter. What an American sweetheart. Fucking Bernie Mac's in that movie, too. R.I.P. Bernie Mac. Uh, you know who's still uh, kicking it? The dwarf. Yeah, I was about to say, was Mini-Me in that one? <laughs> no, nah, that guy's fucking funny, though. He's fucking great. Um, I'm going to throw on uh, The Night Before. with uh, Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I watched that on the plane a it, lot better than I thought it was going to be. We watched it kind of on a whim one night, and when it was over, I'm like, that, that was fucking funny. It was really funny, uh, really sweet, and like a solid Christmas movie by the time it was all and done. And like, deals I, I with some it. real heavy shit. Yeah. And um, the the best part of the whole movie, though, is Michael Shannon. Kelly, Michael uh, Shannon is great. Kelly, have you seen The Night Before? I haven't. I need to. Kelly. It's yeah. Michael Shannon <laughs> in the night before is like what your Michael Shannon impersonation is made of. Yes. <laughs> He's gold in it. One of my favorite bits though is when Seth Rogan's character is high off his ass and he has the girl's phone at yes. dinner and doesn't know it he doesn't understand what the fuck's happening. Getting and the just text gets... from James. Oh. Oh, so good. So good. It's fucking great. It's fucking great. Did you bleed uh, in my fucking drink? <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Um, also, fucking Gremlins. Now, this is one of those that Nicole and I yeah. fight about. Uh -huh. Gremlins is not a Christmas movie. I say, fuck you, Gremlins. Fuck like that. It was a, He was a Christmas present. Gremlins he was a is Christmas present. As the word Gremlins graces the fucking the title comes up, the word Christmas <laughs> is ringing across the radio. Yeah. It is straight up a Christmas movie. Yes. Yes. 100%. And holds up. Gremlins is one of those that holds up real good. Yeah. Uh, Mary wanted to watch Gremlins a couple months ago, and I was like, nah, we're waiting until Christmas. So now yeah. she's like, let's fucking watch Gremlins. <laughs> yeah, Gremlins is fucking great. Uh, then we're going to throw up uh, Michael Doherty's Krampus. I think I may have talked about a little bit last week. Could be watched it at the, the cabin. Really That's good. That's good. Really good. I haven't seen that yet. On, 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 on my list. Great cast. Just great effects. Scary. Great cast, lots of great practical effects. Yeah. Like they I'm they made the monsters, they made the Krampus, like in the the Blu-ray has some awesome bonus features. They kind of show like the Weta workshop, how they're making all the stuff. And they show the the Krampus uh suit and the gimmick of it. Like there's 
a tiny camera by the nose and the guy in the suit can't see shit out of it. There's no eye holes, but there's a tiny tablet in front of his face. The way he can see what the face sees. Nice. Oh. Giant, scary fucking demon Santa. And it's awesome. It's very cool. But they built lots of really great monsters and effects. And uh, it's a lot of fun. It's really real black in its humor. But again, at its core, it is a really good Christmas movie. So it's uh, like a barbershop movie? Yeah, totally. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Queen Latifah has an awesome uh, cameo towards the end. It's really good. It's solid. Uh, and then, not necessarily number one, but my dark horse pick uh, is Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part Five: The Toy Maker. Part Five. Five. Part Five. Five was really where they were. They really got their stride. Yep. Now, for those of you that don't know, the original Silent Night, Deadly Night uh, is about a boy who is on the road with his family and there's a car on the side of the road and they stop to help the guy and he's dressed as Santa and Santa murders his family in front of this kid. It fucks him up forever. And he goes on a murder spree dressed as Santa as an adult, you know, that old gym, right? We've, who, who hasn't seen that story? A bunch of times? <laughs> Been there. Yeah. We, we've all seen that, but the rest of them are kind of all unrelated, but they're all about Christmas. Um, some... Can I play one of my favorite scenes from Silent Night, Deadly Night 2? I wish you would, yes. Uh, and I have never actually seen either of these movies. I do have them on a hard drive, but I have seen this scene a bunch of times. So let me play that real quick. <laughs> I put in our trash can. Garbage day! Huh? No! Uh -huh. says garbage day and shoots him point blank. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking dumb. But, in Silent Night Part 5, Oof. They, they, they fucking up the game. Unrelated <laughs> to the other movies. This is about a uh, man who runs a toy shop. The man's name is Joe Petto. And he's played by Mickey fucking Rooney. What? In this movie. Mickey Rooney plays Joe Petto. And he runs a toy shop. And people start dying uh, by being attacked by renegade toys. Like, And the, the designs are crazy and all whatever. Spoilers. The, uh, the, the old man's son is actually a robot who has gained <laughs> sentience. And he's been making toys because he wants to take over. He wants to be the mom of like one of the, the old man's favorite patrons. He wants to be he wants to be her son. And so he's trying to kidnap her boy and take all the men out of her life so he can be her son. And he kills the dad at one point and impersonates Mickey Rooney by taking off his robot face and putting on a Mickey Rooney face. It might be the greatest movie ever made, you guys. <laughs> uh, if you want to get just a piece, a piece of the uh, the the top quality. Uh, performances and robot effects. I I implore you to uh, go to YouTube and check out the trailer for Silent Night Deadly Night Part Five, uh, where and they totally ruined the fucking ending of the movie by showing you that the kids are fucking robots. Oh my god! Like, yeah, it's 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 real bad, but boy, does it make me happy. W would recommend. So, so that's what I got. So fucking um, uh, hit us up on the Facebook ones. That's what we got. Yeah, yeah, I was just uh, screenshotting some of those. Uh, we got some in on the pop Facebook page and in the population group. So we got Shark, in no order, has It's a Wonderful Life, White Christmas, 
Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Ooh, see, I don't think about that when it's a Christmas movie, but it totally is. Nightmare Before Christmas, The Santa Claus, and Jingle All the Way. Fuck yeah. I want to see Jingle All the Way and get lots of play, because it's fucking great. You know, I, lo- I like to watch Jingle All the Way. Like it, it has become a tradition every year, but man, that is not a good movie. <laughs> no, 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 no. I fucking love it. Anakin Skywalker. Just sucking in every scene. Sucking he's, he's, Oh, he's the fucking worst. The worst. Uh, you want me to keep rat- rattling some of those off? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, keep going. All right, let's see. Yeah. Uh, Sheila writes in, uh, classic Rudolph. We, we kind of talked about TV specials last week, but we'll still accept that. Uh, sure. She also says, Elf. Which, man, I feel like this list, more than any other lists, I had a hard time deciding on my final six. And Elf had to get cut from my top six, even though I fucking love it so much. Uh, Sheila continues, Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, The Santa Claus again, Miracle on 34th Street, and Christmas Vacation. She gives honorable mentions to Krampus and Jingle All the Way. There we go. Didn't even think about the Santa Claus somehow. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, uh, Juan on the Twitter throws up uh, fucking uh, at fucking panels on pages. Uh, number six, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Good, solid, great pick. Solid, Love it. Solid. Uh, we're gonna go number four. Uh, he put a uh, elf. Lo- yes. Love also, elf. Really solid. Uh, number three, Edward Scissorhands. Again. Don't always think of it as a Christmas movie, but solid. Which I just watched recently, and it's it takes a while for it to become a Christmas movie, but it ends as a Christmas movie. And I would and the kind of the framing sequence is a Christmas thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number two, uh, Scrooged. Love Scrooged. Fucking great. Uh, and the number one, uh, Gremlins. Gremlins. <laughs> Gremlins. Uh, Gremlins with an M. Yeah, Gremlins. Uh, you may have noticed I skipped uh, number five uh, in this readout because number five was uh, a very Harold and Kumar fucking Christmas. Which, like, what? Yeah. Uh, he finishes his list by saying Die Hard is a given and doesn't make the list because, duh, it is a given. But he decided to put a very Harold and Kumar Christmas at number five ahead of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And, and in place of Die Hard altogether. I have seen a very, very Harold and Kumar Christmas. And I like... Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. I love that movie. But a very Harold and Kumar Christmas is the absolute worst of the Harold and Kumar movies. <laughs> I is didn't bad. know that existed. It, is ter- until it was just this moment. It was 3D, too. It's 3D, So too, it yeah. has 3D gimmicks throughout. Ugh. It's r- real bad. It's like, oof. I don't even know. Yeah, it's not. it's not a great time. So uh, what, what you got, uh, Kelly? I'm interested to hear your list. What you meant to come up with? All right. So uh, I've, as much as I love Christmas, I've realized I don't like Christmas movies. Well, we're going to force feed them to you, so you're going to like just it. Fuck, fucking I don't. Uh, sorry. Number six, Christmas Story. Don't like that movie. <laughs> I hate that movie. I don't like that movie. Uh, goddamn bit. That movie's got like two good bits. The rest is just bullshit. I couldn't think of another one to put on here, so I just went with that. I like it, but... I wouldn't put it as a favorite because it's just no. kind of it's so ubiquitous. It's so played out. 
Uh, number five, Scott Pilgrim. I got it for Christmas as a gift one year, and there's snow in it, so good enough. <laughs> I, love that movie. I like that. I like that pick. Uh, number four, Hateful Eight. Saw the road show on Christmas night. There's a whole bunch of snow in it. Oh, the road show was dope. No, the road like, show was rad. I like this pick. I like this pick a lot. Uh, number three, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Which? Christmas stuff. There's snow in it. I still need and to see. A, and it's a perfect movie. Yeah, it's a good-ass movie. Uh, number two, Elf. Really, really enjoy that Amazing. movie. It's a good time. Amazing. Like, me and Mary were having a discussion recently that uh, some of her coworkers don't like Will Ferrell. And it's like, okay, like I can get if maybe you don't like his style. But Elf and also Step Brothers, I would say, even if you don't like Will Ferrell, you should watch those because they're great movies. Yeah, they're fun movies. Like, I'm actually excited to see their stupid uh sherlock movie yeah yeah it's not gonna be any good those two together will ferrell and john c Riley are great and i will watch yeah. them in anything yeah do, do not watch however the claymation elf special that's on netflix that has jim parsons voices buddy the elf oh god do that not, just sounds so do bad not, do not recommend uh, and then number one, I'm stealing an old bit, uh, Dread. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> we'll like, accept. When she gets, when Mama gets tossed through the window, it kind of, like, it looks like it's snowing. It's like sparkly, yeah, it sparkly snow. That was, you, you, you pulled that one out, Kelly. I, I, I figured out a way to make it work. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Uh, since Lee seems uh, there's a whole lot of Christmas happening around okay, me. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm consulting from afar. Uh, let me rattle off a couple more Facebooks. We got Nenemloss checks in with what is up, Nenemloss? Die Hard, White Christmas, and Santa Claus the movie. Because fuck a top six, Nenemloss says. <laughs> Santa Claus the movie. Uh, I used to watch that a lot when I was a kid. For those that don't know, it is. Dudley Moore is like Santa's main elf, and Santa is actually played by the guy who was uh, the Big Lebowski in The Big Lebowski, uh, and he's a really good Santa. And then okay. uh, John Lithgow is some fucking gross corporate dude that ends up uh, stealing the recipe for these candy canes or whatever from Dudley Moore's elf. It's it's a it's weird. It's kind of weird. I don't think I've ever even heard of this before. It's Santa Claus the movie, man. The movie. <laughs> All right. It's I feel also, like I've heard of it. I don't think I've ever seen it. Though. It also has a little bit of that Batman Begins vibe to it. Kind of like Santa Claus is coming to town. I would I would uh, give it a watch if you can find right. it. I don't know where if it's streaming anywhere, but... Uh, it's it's eighties it's eighties trash, essentially. Right. And then we got um, Nero uh, says it's especially rough since there aren't even six Christmas movies total, and his list is Christmas Story, Grinch, Die Hard one and two. I'm pretty sure that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only Christmas movies ever. <laughs> we watched uh, the Grinch the other night when we were building our Christmas Legos. The Ron Howard, Jim Carrey, Grinch Oof. movie. And fuck, that's a weird movie. It is. Wait, I didn't even realize that Ron Howard made that movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that's why Clint Howard's in it. The only explanation. God, that movie's so weird. And like the it's the they're doing the flashback of kind of like you know how the Grinch came to Whoville, whatever, and we're building Legos. I'm like, stop what you're doing. Watch this. Look, because this is the part where they show you that the Grinch arrived in Whoville the night they were having their annual swingers key party in Whoville. <laughs> and she's like, What? They go, just watch. <laughs> and then sure as shit, the shows of who's dropping keys into a bowl and giggling. I'm like, yeah, those who's are about to fuck <laughs> the minute the camera goes back goes off. She's like, what? Like, what? What if? No. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. She's like, no, they're just like taking keys. No one drives a drunk. I go, they ain't no booze in Whoville. That's not what's happening here. They fuck in Whoville. They don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> the mayor of Whoville fucks. He fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weird, that movie. We watched that and we watched uh, Love Actually. Good times. Ooh. Yeah, 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 I might yeah, talk yeah. about yep, yep. Love Actually in a little bit. Actually, fuck it. Since we're on the topic, uh, honorable mention to Love Actually and Trading Places and other Christmas movies that have tits in them. Uh, we watched Love Actually last night or the night before, and I remembered that it had tits, but I wasn't. I I didn't remember how much tits were in it. Just kind of like casual tits. Great amount of tits. There is a whole subplot involving two. St- two porn stand-ins and one of them is uh bilbo baggins yep so i guess you should guess that but then like i was thinking what move what christmas movie has the most tits do you think it's a good question and i think love actually might be it um because there's like a like four or five different tit scenes in there can we still call them tits I think so. Hoots. <laughs> Hoots. Jammers, as Kelly says. Yeah, jammers. So See, I feel like I feel like they're only hoots if they're at least like somewhat covered. I think once you can see the whole thing, it's a tit. No, well hoots for me, if if we're talking my definition of hoots, are like hoots. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like she's having trouble keeping these things in her shirt. Like some nah, hoots. Solid. I, I accept that. Uh so Let's see. I, I was listening to. There's the Jack Frost with Shannon Elizabeth. Oh yeah, that's a good time. There's there is some boobs in Die Hard. Almost yeah. boobs in Christmas Vacation, but not quite. Uh, I do believe there is a significant amount of boobs in Harold and Kumar, and I don't they go to a strip club in the night before at some point. I believe they do. Yeah. Ah, Charlie's Theron in Reindeer Games. But, in reindeer oh, game. and then um, Jamie Lee Curtis in Trading Places. But I think if we're talking most boobs and or tits and or jammers or hoots, it might be Love Actually. I think so. See, and I would I would have put Love Actually on my list because I really do like that movie. But uh, and I say it every time we watch it. Uh, I like that movie, but the score is so over fucking bearing. It's oh yeah, like just watching it on Netflix. They were really trying to sell that soundtrack because you're watching a dialogue scene, say like your volumes at 26, you're watching a dialogue scene and it's all right. And then the music hits and it's like, holy shit, I need to turn this down to 18. <laughs> it's so big and grandiose. Like the score of that movie, I, I, it pisses me off. I, I, it's, and, it's too fucking much. And music is a big component of, of the story too, so. 
you know, oh, but I like that. Yeah. Like all the shit, like uh, Bill Nigi's, uh song. I like all that shit. That's great. What did you say? <laughs> well, how did you pronounce his name, Lee? Nigi. <laughs> I believe the G is silent. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's British. Who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, solid movie. What, what else you got, Nice? Okay, okay. Here's my top six. Since What's I've already it? discussed some of my honorable mentions in other people's lists. Number six, I'm going to go with Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, whether it's a Halloween movie, whether it's a Christmas movie, whatever your mileage is, I know Juggalo John says it's a Halloween or a Christmas movie, not Halloween. It can be both. It can be both. But I also want to shout out Tim Burton, even though he didn't direct that. Nightmare Before Christmas is his movie, and it's got that Danny Elfman score, and it's got his aesthetic to it. So I want to throw in Batman Returns and Edward Scissorhands at the same time because the damn Edward Scissorhands score might as well have Jack Skellington singing to it. It's it's the yeah, same fucking music. Yeah. Uh, Lots go, of oboes. Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, number five, The Santa Claus, even though Tim Allen's a piece of trash these days. <laughs> it's uh, like the way they explain some of the Santa stuff, like the example I love to use is the rose such a ladder company yeah like that's a stupid bit but i like it i like the bureaucracy of being santa claus and yeah see that's that's the most up that's the funnest stuff about the, that christmas chronicles like the movie itself is fine but like all the the world building kind of the takes on the santa myth are yeah. a lot of fun i like that santa claus though it's a uh, depressing like the second act into most of the third act is pretty sad because he's getting his kid taken away from him because everybody thinks he's gone nuts and is pretending yeah. to be santa claus and fucking judge reinhold's a piece of shit <laughs> and those sweaters uh those number four sweaters. uh despite my current day feelings about bill murray scrooged is so good uh i'm couple that with santa claus and yeah. a couple of my other picks later on but I've said it before on the show, but my dad loves slapstick comedy and he loves Christmas Casual movies. racism. He loves Christmas movies and he loves Christmas <laughs> movies with slapstick comedy. And like Tim Allen's getting the shit kicked out of him in Santa Claus. Uh, Bill Murray gets punched in the nuts by the ghost of Christmas present like five times. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, just really good. Good cast. You know, one of my my favorite Christmas Carol is Mickey's Christmas Carol, but this is an adult version of that story, and it's just so good. He's he plays a piece of shit so well because he kind of is Bill Murray, you piece of shit. <laughs> uh, number three, I am going to go Die Hard, even though it's cliche. It is without a doubt one of those movies that me and my family would watch Own around it. Christmas. And uh, Mary was, I didn't realize it. But Mary was telling me tonight she had never seen Dare Die Hard before we got together, and it has become a tradition in our family too. So, uh, number two, I am going to do a twofer because they're the same movie, but I love them just the same. Home Alone one and Home Alone Lost in New York, solid, uh, solid. Nicole nods in approval. More Christmas slapstick. Joe Pesci, Daniel Stern getting the living shit kicked out of themselves I, I woke up sunday to the sound of jazz getting his ass off uh watching home alone with nicole and zoe in the living room 
They both should have been murdered countless times. <laughs> and then number one, Just imagine pulling on a, a cord and having a fucking iron <laughs> drop on your head. Number one with a bullet. Like I, I tried to fight it, but I couldn't. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That is, like, every frame of that is just reminds me of Christmas and and watching it with my family and seeing some of my family in it and all that. Yeah. And uh, again, speaking of Bill Murray being a piece of shit, Chevy Chase. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but it might be Chevy Chase's last hurrah, last good role. Before he stopped giving a shit. See, people say that, but uh, I, I I don't mind uh, Vegas Vacation. Vegas Vacation's okay. I, I I don't hate on it. But but it's 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 great mostly for all of the um, the cousin Eddie shit in Vegas Vacation yeah. is what makes the movie. There is definitely a point in the early '90s where Chevy Chase stopped giving a goddamn. A little bit. And the extra added with Christmas Vacation and the Home Alone movies, extra added that it's originally based in, you know, like the Chicago area. So I had that personal connection to it growing up. I'll allow it. That's my list. Chicago. Right on. Let's see. Uh, going to uh, the Twitter. Chris and Allen hit us up. Uh, said, uh, doesn't have a full six, but these are the ones that were always in rotation for Christmas. Uh, going the 1947 version of Miracle on 34th Street, old school, uh, Trapped in Paradise. Yes. Uh, I saw this list, and I had to immediately download Trapped in Paradise. Do you motherfuckers know what Trapped in Paradise is? I don't even know what that is. No idea. No. Trapped in Paradise is Nicolas Cage, John Lovitz, Dana Carvey, are brothers, I believe they just got out of jail. What? And they're they're planning like their next heist, but then they get snowed in in this little quaint town, and they're stuck there. Uh, it's called, I believe, it's called paradise. So they're trapped in paradise, and they're going between you know trying to feel the Christmas spirit, and they also are trying to hatch like robbing the local bank at the same time it's fun this sounds absurd <laughs> and it's not super crazy nick cage you know it's mid-90s nick cage but it's john lovitz and dana carvey chewing up the scenery huh it's fun man all I, right i saw this that motherfucker in the theater hey solid uh moves on to uh number four uh muppet christmas carol which is my favorite christmas carol today is uh, the anniversary of that yeah uh me and mary sat uh, down and watched it christmas tonight. vacation yeah uh, number two toy story and a uh, christmas story and number one elf yes elf if elf were a little bit elf is too new to make my top six because that's the thing, man, it's not that fucking new. It's like fifteen years old. Yeah, already. but compared to the rest of my top six, it's not it's one of those movies now. that I've been watching during family Christmases for the past twenty years. But it's getting there. You know, it might fuck around and knock out the Santa Claus at some point. It could happen. We got we got a Facebook. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ben writes in. Uh, let's go number six to number one. Number six, Three Godfathers, is a classic Western directed by John Ford that loosely retells the nativity story, an overlooked gem. That one popped up on some of my, you know, I did a Google search for Christmas movies, and I saw that a couple times. Uh, ever the film nerd Ben is. Number five, Gremlins, R.I.P. Miss Deagle. Yes. Uh, number four, National Lampoon's <laughs> Christmas Vacation. Randy Quaid had to dial the crazy down to m- maybe a three in this one. Number three, Trading Places. Aykroyd's drunk Santa trying to eat prime rib on the subway is a scene that haunts me <laughs> to this day. Is it prime rib or is it smoked salmon? I thought it was a fish. Whatever, oh, wow. it's gross. <laughs> And uh, number two, A Christmas Story, definitely overplayed, but it still works for me. And number one, It's a Wonderful Life, a cliche I know, but George Bailey is one of the best and most relatable movie protagonists of all time. And man, that's, that's super old school. I just cannot fuck with the those old-ass movies. <laughs> it's a Wonderful Life, Miracle on 34th Street, like, give me color or give me death. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just can't even. Intense. They look bad. They sound bad. Give me some Technicolor, goddammit. Technicolor. Give me some talking in my movies. <laughs> yeah, your lovely wife hits us up on the Twitter. She does. Uh, number six, uh, White Christmas. See, and I'll, I'll go. I don't mind necessarily uh, black and white, but I don't, I don't go into your fucking old-timey dancing in my Christmas. I don't, I don't want that. I watched that for the first time over last Thanksgiving with Mary and her mom. And boy, oh boy, it takes them about two hours before there's any Christmas in it at all. Yeah, fuck that movie. Uh, <laughs> number five, Scrooged. Uh, number four, I'm up a Christmas Carol. Three, Home Alone, one and two. She uh, stole that from me because she was having trouble finishing her list. And she was like, yeah, but I don't know if I want to put Home Alone 1 or Home Alone 2 on there. And I was like, maybe put them both in the same line. Same fucking movie. <laughs> uh, number two, Elf, and number one, Christmas Vacation. Yep. Obviously. Let's see. Uh, we'll go one more back to the Facebook. Uh, Whitworth on Facebook uh, says, the uh, Patrick Stewart Christmas Carol, which I don't think I've ever seen. Uh, which also I think was a TV movie, but who's, ah. who's counting? Number five, the Kung Fu Panda Holiday. It's okay. <laughs> Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> uh, number four, Frosty the Snowman. Number three, The Muppet Christmas Carol. Number two, Mickey's Christmas Carol. And number one, uh, The Life and Adventures of Santa Claus, which I've never heard of before. Which is one of those Rankin Bass claymation movies but it's like, I mean, those goddamn things that they make a shitload i knew them all jesus christ all right and then i think the jose is all we got left yeah uh we got doug on facebook too ah, ah what we got i can rattle that one off real quick uh he says they they generally watch more tv specials and very special episodes but he's got the jim carrey christmas carol which i forget that exists i downloaded oh that my god too. I yeah want, i want to take a look at that one uh, a Christmas Story, Elf, White Christmas, and the original Miracle on 34th Street. Not for nothing, but that remake of Miracle on 34th Street with um, John Hammond from Jurassic Park is decent. Yeah, and uh, but uh, Mara Wilson, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, Dylan McDermott or Dermot Mulroney, I don't know. They're the same guy. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, the Jim Carrey Christmas Carol is one of those uh, creepy uh, Zemeckis mocap movies, right? Yes. Yeah. 
Which not a yeah, lot which... of love for Polar Express tonight, huh? Dude, I saw nope. that for the first time over the weekend in the cabin uh, last week, and it's fucking terrible to look at. <laughs> like it's weird. Like it just like the te- you could you could get away with it today, but it just it just wasn't there. And like anyone in the room should have been like Bob. It's oh it's, shit, it's not um, there yet. John in the chat says, "Don't forget that he emailed his list." Oh shit, that's right. Sorry, we do have some emails. Right. Yeah. Okay, we got two emails. Uh, also, uh, fucking Vetter hit us up at uh, popcast at penaltonpages.com and sent like a list of like 15 fucking. Look at all this fan mail. Uh, it's like 15 or 20 suggestions for future top sixes, which is pretty great. Oh, shit. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah, really appreciate that. So we'll check those out uh, after the new year. Yeah, super appreciate that, Vetter, but you're still yeah. going to get knocked out in the first round of the playoffs. You don't deserve it. <laughs> I mean, uh, and then Vetter did write in with his uh, top six. He says, I bring you all tidings of comfort and joy this evening. I also bring what I'm sure will be a fairly common list of Christmas movies, with maybe one exception. Uh, number six, then. This is a, this is one we haven't heard this yet. Uh, Babes in Toyland. Uh, love this movie as a kid, and while it hasn't aged super well, it's all uh, still a sentimental favorite of mine. Yeah, so, I remember uh, one Christmas season in particular. I was at my grandmother's house, and I remember watching that very vividly. I think I've ever seen it. I remember seeing the um, the super creepy box art at the video store as a nice. kid, and being like, "That looks." I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it one bit. It fucking freaks me out. Uh, okay, number five, Elf. Uh, for the Santa Claus, in particular, the second one. Something about the scene where the school faculty receives all their childhood toys uh, gets to him. That's so. a cool scene. That's a yeah. that's a dope scene. Yeah. Uh, number three, Gremlins. More of a Christmas movie than Die Hard. Fight me. Uh, I, I would almost agree with that. Yeah, yeah I think so. Because, like... While Die Hard is a Christmas movie in as much as it takes place at Christmas. At okay, a Christmas saying, party. Yeah. Okay. Is it, is it a Christmas movie? One, is Christmas a focal point of the movie? Or two, do the events of the movie happen specifically because of Christmas? Right? That makes it a Christmas movie. Ergo, Die Hard. But Gremlins, like, yeah, all up in Christmas. Uh, number two, Christmas Vacation. Uh, then number one, A Christmas Story. He says, I don't care that it's overplayed. It's great and one of the most quotable movies ever made. I respectfully disagree better. But he then says, I had a chance to visit the house in Cleveland uh, and loved every second of it. That's All cool. the props were there in the house, and I got to touch the electric sex that illuminated from the actual leg lamp. <laughs> That's kind of neat. That that set up there. That's kind of cool. Uh, and then, yeah, Juggalo John uh, wrote in his list. Uh, number six, Home Alone. Honorable mention to Home Alone 2. Number five, both versions of Miracle on 34th Street. Nice. Uh, number four, The Ref. Uh, he said, this movie ruined American Beauty for me. I uh, saw this one first. Uh, since Kevin Space is kind of playing the same part, I just wanted Dennis Leary to come on screen and tell all the people in American Beauty to shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, number three, Scrooge. Number two, Nightmare Before Christmas. And number one, Christmas Vacation. So, yeah, good shit. Good times. So, Jose. What up? Let's do this thing. Let's do this. Shout out. <laughs> shout out. My shout out was to uh, the night before. I said when you brought it up, I watched it um, on the plane. 
not really expecting anything, but I like everybody who was involved and was really touched and moved by the story, and it was actually pretty fucking funny. Yeah. You know, about fucking just bros. Yeah. It was a, a good story, so watch that. Uh, also, shout out to Trading Places. Represent. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, No Names, but you know who you are, the Hoots. From that scene in the train, no names. Because they were. <laughs> what? What? Jamie Lee Curtis's scenes where she shows her hoots. She's not. Oh, well, on give a the name. <laughs> Why a... are we keeping that secret? She's not on uh, a train. No She's names. in a bedroom. Are you worried about her yogurt commercial career? <laughs> <laughs> the world knows her favorite Street Fighter character. We can know her name, or we've we've seen her oh. hoots. I don't know. Everything went out. She's a Vega woman. I already said my next one. That's what I'm saying. I lost signal. Oh, oh, okay. So you said trading places, and then you were talking about oh, Jamie Lee Curtis hoots on the subway. Or you didn't. You said no names, though. You still there, Jose? Hello? Hello. Uh, How are you, Jose? All right. Last shout out. Batman Returns. Whoop, whoop. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. Coming in. Got Home Alone. Again, like I said, a lot of these are already going to be on there. Home sure. Alone at six. Jingle All the Fucking Way <laughs> was my number five. Yeah, love that, boy. Love that fucking movie. Uh, Christmas Vacation, number six. That was one of the ones. It's just always on. It was just always, always on. Some great scenes. And probably before Community, like his la his the last good thing he did. The last great thing he yeah. did. Um, and then I got Scrooged. I said it when when we talked about uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol. There's only two versions of that story that mean anything, and it's one star is Mickey Mouse, and one star is Bill Murray. Uh, and it's then, a bone, I mean, you lucky dog. These two, you can flip, you can flop. I'll take either one. Die Hard Gremlins. Just the fucking the the jam the Christmas. Let's flop them. My God, you know? imagine the Gremlins take over Nakatomi with John McClane in the air ducts. Oof. Oh, on radio oh, with yeah. in, on radio with with fucking uh, Family Matters <laughs> running like the control center. Um, I'm sorry. His name is Reginald Vell Johnson. Him as well. <laughs> <laughs> um on the comms with fucking uh Mogwai and goddamn <laughs> what's his uh, Gizmo uh, Gizmo Bam. I love how lately when Jose can't like place a word he just goes goddamn <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was fun. Gizmo, y'all. But yeah, the, just the fucking jams. I mean, Mecca has that ultimate gremlin figure that should be hitting stores now, which is pretty dope. Yeah. Where it comes with a popcorn bucket, but then you can also take the popcorn. Put your dick in it. You can take the popcorn out of it and then put the bucket. Your on, dick in it. No, you put the bucket on the gremlin's <laughs> head, and it's got eye holes for it to look through. Yeah. 
That's cool. Well, some call eye holes, some call dick holes. And they got like a yeah. GameStop exclusive that comes with a a little like Gremlin arcade game and an old school like Gremlin NES game box. That's cool. Yeah. It's my dick in a box. <laughs> Let's uh, talk <laughs> comics and get out of here. Let's do that. Holy shit. The problem with comic books is the ink comes off on your hands. Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands. So I uh, read that uh, Power Rangers graphic novel, The Soul of the Dragon, came out uh, last week. I liked it. That's pretty cool. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Did uh, a lot of fun stuff, like kind of with the overall lore, which I thought was kind of neat. Uh that was a good swan song for uh, the Tommy character. Like, I liked it. That was cool. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Like, art wasn't, like, the best, kind of kind of spotty in places, but I thought it was cool. I liked it. It was much better than the art in that uh, Undertaker graphic novel that uh, Boom put out. Oh, how, how, how was that? That sounds like it was just amazing. It started off decent, but, like, it just got shittier as the book went because they kept, like, changing out the artist. Ooh. And they kept declining in quality <laughs> in terms of arts. Ooh. It got like real that. bad by the end. That's uh that's that's unfortunate. <laughs> that's all that is. Shit. Um fucking what else? Um let's see. Uh that was kind of the big one, man. Um that's fine. The uh Hulk book, Immortal Hulk, is still fucking great. God, that book is wild, and I love it. Yeah, like, we didn't talk about the issue where the Hulk spent most of the book cut up in pieces in different jars. Oh, that was awesome. Oh, my then, God. Yeah, yeah. The The payoff to that being that he allowed himself to be captured. Uh, basically, they, they, had a, they had themselves a dead banner, and then they cut banner up and put him into little jars, and then at night he hulked out. So they had a bunch of hulks in jars. The payoff to the the bit being, oh shit, he let us do this to see if he could survive it, and he could, and he fucking killed the dude, and so Banner wakes up like, oh shit, I think I killed a dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, Banner, you totally killed the fucking dude, but he was an asshole. But I don't think Banner cares about that so much. Yeah. Fucking that book is nuts, and then like this crazy shit with the the absorbing man becoming like the new Red Hulk and. Oh, that was fucking rad. Man, it's it's just it's like a straight up horror comic. And his body just fucking splits open. Oh man, this crazy like this 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 skull on a spine like fighting the Hulk who's like deflated because all his gamma's been taken away. Oh my god. It's so crazy. God, it's yeah. Love that crazy ass book. It's fun. Um what else? Uh, I like the first issue of uh, Winter Soldier, Kyle Higgins, uh, who wrote that uh, Power Ranger graphic novel. Yeah, uh, that's pretty good. It's good. Uh, Rod Reyes on the art. Uh, Bucky, you know, kind of just helping people get out of shitty situations that they kind of put themselves in. It's pretty good. I liked it. It's cool. Um, fucking uh, still love West Coast Avengers. Kind of becoming one of my Loki favorite books. Um, Loki's in that? He, I he probably will be soon. If I had to guess, uh, just Loki, fun, lots of fun, silly stuff. Loki's still um, a chick or what? Uh, no, he's back to being a handsome boy again. Oh, sweet. Yeah, he's just normal Loki now. Yeah, but but he'll never be old man Loki, and he's always gonna be sexy Loki from now on. Oh, of course. Oh, God, yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I've been digging uh, Blackbird from Image. Yeah, that one. That that's a very pretty book. Uh, Jim yeah. Gibbons works on that book. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, edits that book for uh, Image, and this that's why I read it because I fucking love me some Jimbo. Uh, and it's got real pretty artwork. Um, it's still very early. This is issue three, so they're still doing a lot of uh, world building. But I'm into it. Like the the stuff they're doing is pretty cool. It's it's neat, and I would definitely recommend checking that out. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, Venom Nine was kind of cool. Uh, I got Ryan Stegman back on art, um, and they do a thing where the whole kind of premise surrounding uh, Venom and the art right now is that uh, after the fight with the crazy symbiote God Dragon, um, Eddie Brock still has the symbiote and it can still Venom him up, but the symbiote is essentially brain dead. It doesn't have a personality anymore. It's just pure reflex. So in this issue, he's walking it around the, the, the city like on a leash as it's taking the form of like a crazy black pit bull. And that's fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is super goddamn metal. It was awesome. Uh, and then, last thing I'll talk about is um, I got in on the latest uh, Top Cow uh, Humble Bundle uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, and there was just goddamn all kinds of shit in there. It was like, I think it was like $700 for the comics, and I got it for like you know, 18 bucks or some shit like that. Um, but I read the first volume of uh, Postal by uh, Matt Hawkins uh, and Isaac Goodhart. And it's one of those things I'd seen. Like, I know that Postal exists, but I didn't know what it was. Um, and so it's about this small town called Eden. And everyone in the town is a criminal. But there is no crime in the town. They don't tolerate crime in the community, in the town. And the main character is the kid who uh, delivers the mail. He's the mayor's son, and he has uh, Asperger's. And so a lot of it is him kind of his internal monologue trying to rationalize, okay, this is how I know I should react to this. So let me just kind of make the face that people, I know this chick wants me to make, that kind of thing, which is kind of interesting. Sometimes I read some of the shit he does. I'm like, oh, should I? I think that too. Am I learning something about myself? Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but uh uh shit goes south when uh his old man, who was one of the guys who founded the town, uh shows up, drops a dead girl in the middle of the town. Turns out it's his sister who his mom sent away when she was a baby, and his dad wants him to be like, you know, a monster like he is. Like it's crazy twists and turns from like the very beginning. It's cool. It's really, really neat. So I think I got like seven trades of it or something like that. So I got plenty to work through, but it's it's pretty fucking rad. Would recommend. It's cool. Yeah. Like what else got Kelly? What's going on? Um, not much. Border Town continues to be great. Are you reading that? No. Uh, that's a, it's from Vertigo. Uh, I picked it up purely because of Ramon Villalobos's art, but it's a really good story. Um. It's about a kind of a group of misfit kids who live in, I think it's New Mexico somewhere, like right on a border town, as you know the title would say. Sure. And it's about all these kind of mystical monsters of Mexican lore coming through mm-hmm. the like this portal to That's our world. Cool. Okay. So, like in the first issue, they kind of befriend a chupacabra. 
And as things go on, we're at issue four now. You can see the border between, you know, the magical world and our world kind of shrinking as time goes on. Huh, that's kind of neat. Yeah, it's really good. It's well worth checking out. Uh, let's see what else was out this um, past week. Juan alluded to it in the chat, but I was just looking at Twitter, and Kenny, good good buddy Kenny, was tweeting about Border Town. Um, apparently, the, the one of the creators is being accused of being a sexually abusive scumfuck of a monster. And I just put the oh. link. I put the link oh. to that tweet in the podcast thread. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Why? I like that book a lot. Um, all right, good. It's the writer, not the artist. I right, like the artist. Right. So just look at the art, Kelly. It'll be fine. Woo! All right, cool. I was gonna say, not Ramon. Don't take him from me. <laughs> not Ramon. He's, he's a nice man who follows me on Twitter. Oh, nice. Yeesh. Man, that sucks. All right. Um, uh, what else? Uh, the X-Men holiday special came out this past week, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, every page was a single-issue story, or a single-page story, so it was pretty oh, cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's it was like an very cool. There were some that connected, like there was an ongoing Jubilee story where she was trapped in a mall. That was be that was turned into a murder place by arcade. That's cool. Yeah, it was a really fun thing. Uh, and then the f- did you read the first issue of the new Shazam series? Uh, no. I really liked it, but like, what really sold me on it was the backup story, which is just straight up drawn by a manga artist, and okay. that's really cool to see. In an american comic japan yeah, shit cool. is is going worldwide man mr worldwide <laughs> <laughs> okay that's awesome yeah that's all i got sweet deal and they were talking about nice i didn't read any comics but i did hear about did you guys hear about this tko presents no so it's this new uh it's a tko studios it's a new comic book company that says they're going to be doing things a little bit differently. The Some of the creators they have are, let's see, Roxanne Gay, Jeff Lemire, Garth Ennis, uh, Steve Epting. Uh, I'm just going through ones that I recognize. Jordi Belair, Andy Bellinger, Ming Doyle, uh, Sal and Steven Simeone. A bunch of creators. All right. And what they're doing is each of these creators is, is doing their own book. But what they're doing is they're not doing monthly issues. They'll take a miniseries, you know, a six-issue miniseries, and right off the bat, they're going to give you what you want. Either you want these six single issues, we'll send them to you in a box, a cool fucking box, and then you can have these six floppies. Or you can buy the graphic, the trade paperback. Interesting. Or buy it off a digital download all at the same time. So they're... They're taking huh. the these cr- what I would assume are creator-owned properties and saying, how do you want it? Do you want floppies, a trade, or digital? You can have it right now. You don't have to wait six months for this to be collected. That's cool. Yeah, I think it's an interesting way to do things. 
in this age huh. of kind of like instant gratification and you know shit's shit's premiering on streaming now uh this is this is a way to do things a bit differently but also do things to where you're not alienating any specific customer base and these uh the the box sets of the single issues are kind of fancy looking let me send you this image they're pretty pretty dope looking boxes and that that would be a really cool way to store a a series of books that rules <laughs> so yeah i'm i've been out of the comics huh. game for a while but i did see that come across my timeline and i thought it was worth mentioning so yeah that's, that's pretty cool tko studios tko presents uh, I think Garth it's at, and Steve Epting on this book called Sarah. Holy shit, that looks nuts. At TKO Presents on Twitter, check them out. Huh. All right. Didn't did didn't Garth Ennis die? No. Okay. Steve, Steve Dillon. Dillon died. Steve Dillon died. Okay. Warren Ellis, he alive? He's still around, still kicking it. Warren Ellis alive. Garth Ennis alive. Steve Dillon dead. Garth Ennis. A name Jose made up years ago. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All of that checks out. Yes. <laughs> okay. Just making sure I got my notes right. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Well done. Fucking great. What you got, Jose? Um, you got a donk that looks spot. like it, you got a donk that looks like it's eating a pair of jeans. That's no comics. It's almost too much donk. It is a lot of donk. I don't understand how donks um, are getting to be uh, like But that. on The Good Wife, the guy that played... <laughs> uh, the God damn. from Watchmen. Oh, Ozymandias. <laughs> Ozymandias. He has made his... Come up in the show. Ah. More on that to come. That guy was good. Was it The Lookout he was in? With Joseph Gordon-Levitt, that he was really good in. Oh, that's a good movie. That actor, yeah, maybe checks out. Checks out. Maybe. I feel like that was one of Jose's fifty-two pickup movies. Oh, what up, fifty-two pickup? Shot <laughs> out. <laughs> About time for a nostalgia run. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Shout out. Might make it to fifty-two just yet. Cool. Well, let's uh, let's call it a night. Let's be done. Uh, next week, let's we'll we'll probably just talk a little bit of the results of fantasy football and then dive right into Star Wars Christmas special, or, or possibly can, a lot just, of football. <laughs> we can just do that. We can just do Star Wars Christmas special. As much as I'm not looking forward to that, I mean, we can talk football during the Star. Wars oh, Christmas I we special. absolutely could. We absolutely could. There's we a should, lot of there, there. There's probably going to be a point where we can just have Mahoney come on. <laughs> yeah, well, we just we just we don't decide we don't want to do this anymore. No, we'll have a good time. It's it's a, an absolute train wreck, but we'll have fun watching it together. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to it because I've I've only I've I've tried a couple times that I've always tapped out. I'm always just like, no, this. I, I don't think I've ever watched it fully. 
I watched it once. How long in is one it? sitting? It's a it's about two hours. Yeah, God it's damn, a long yeah. fucking time. Which is Holy one of the biggest fuck. it's one of its biggest problems is that it's two yeah. hours long. It should so have yeah, been we're a, definitely talking football during the thing. It should have been a half an hour. Yes. But it goes God on for what feels damn. like seven days. Yeah. Fuck, it's already too long. I haven't even we haven't even pushed play yet. <laughs> <laughs> and I am gonna try and figure out if we can somehow embed it in our video. I don't know. It's on YouTube. And there might oh, be yeah, a way totally. for us to like watch it together so that we don't all have to press play. Uh, well, I'm I'm gonna research that in the next week. We'll see. Right on. We're gonna we're gonna cool. end this year on a bang. Like it. I like it. So come back for that. That'd be a fun one to listen long live because that's again everyone can see it because everyone got them YouTubes. So come back, hang out with us uh, next week. <clears throat> we'll do that, and then we'll be off for a couple weeks for them holidays, y'all. Back with a vengeance, some vim yep. and vigor. Not traveling, oh. staying home. It's gonna be fucking great. Vinegar strokes, baby. Very excited. So, yeah, come back next week. Uh, we'll be back at 10 p.m. Eastern. 9 p.m. Central at youtube.com slash panels on pages. You can email us popcast at panels on pages.com or leave us a voicemail 616 951 one pop or on the Twitter at panels on pages. For Jason Nyes, Jose Guzman, and Kelly Harris, I'm the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and we'll talk to you fools next week. Night. Love you. Bye bye.